this. Powered 100. I am squinting them. at my. It's very boring. I don't. It, my video screen is doing strange things, and I was trying to give a signal to the crew to stop it. That's all. Okay. Don't pull back. Don't pull back the curtain, Robin. <laughs> I like um, doing that. <laughs> thank you. Hello. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, well. I was watching the news. A couple of things caught my attention that uh, over in Brazil, they the same guys like Steve Bannon and them, they, they instructed the guy who was running for president. He wanted to be elected again. They instructed him to just declare that the 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 election was fake and that uh, it was fixed. And now the people in Brazil are having their own January 6th. They had it on January 8th. I thought that was pretty great. I mean, um, we don't lock anyone up in this country. They just keep taking their act to different countries. And they do it all out in the open. They go, just say, they go, just say the election's fixed and the idiots will believe it. Uh, they took the show on the road. That's happening in Brazil. There's 8 billion people well, on the planet. Well, if they're trying to figure out if somebody made January 6th happen, doesn't that prove it? <laughs> Yeah, well, you, you would also think that, like, the people in Brazil would go, uh, gee, this seems to be the asshole world tour. And, uh, you know, maybe we shouldn't. They tried that in America, and it turned out not to be true. Maybe we shouldn't believe these guys this time. But it doesn't matter. It's We, we have a weird world going now, on. There are a lot of assholes who want to be with the assholes who are doing this. It's like an you asshole know, convention. Figure, yeah, it's like a, a a convention of assholes. Yeah. I didn't watch yet the uh, 60 Minutes with Prince Harry, but people are telling me, like J.D., that it's really getting boring boring and whiny. Um, you know, well, some of the most... Well, we had already said that. You know, like, yeah. when are you going to get a news story? We looked at the... We tried to watch the Netflix special, and we were like, what the heck? Isn't this the same story they were telling to Oprah? Yeah. Yeah, it was really boring and... Oh, man, Prince Harry, like, you know, these are some of the most privileged people in the world. And I think the new revelation is he fought with his brother. You know, Prince Harry fought with his brother. And that well, his, his brother attacked him. Yeah. Welcome to the world. That's why I'm so glad I never had a brother. That <laughs> that happens ninety nine point nine percent of the time. Family of two brothers. <laughs> yeah. And there's always a brother who beats up the other brother. And that's kind of what happens. That's it. <laughs> he thinks this is outrageous. But like, it's wah. just the norm. <laughs> his brother beat him up. And then I think his father... I don't know. Something was wrong. He had some revelation his, about yeah, his Prince father Charles. would make fun of him and um, sort of say, I'm not sure you're my son, because there right. were all these rumors that he was that Hewitt guy's son. Yeah, because he had red hair and Hewitt had red hair and Prince Charles yeah. doesn't have red hair, nor did his mother. You know, it, it's uh, it's a terrible thing to do to him. Don't get me wrong. But at the same point, it's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> Someone ought to have that kid DNA tested. <laughs> Uh, be done with them. They can't Just, uh, do that. That would really nah. blow things up. That'd be awesome. So tell them to go get a DNA test, Prince Harry, and find out if it's true. He doesn't want to know. Anyway, it's those just two. terrible, though, for a dad to be joking around that maybe you're not my son. Hey, uh, you know, we got. Listen, I want to spend this week 
getting to a bunch of things from Christmas that, you know, I that were Christmas themed and we're already into uh, January here. So, uh, you know, just real quick, so many people this year said they love when I held a seance and I contacted all the dead comics up in heaven. Yes, yes. And, and it was such a big hit. They said, please, would you do that again? It would be so great to hear what the comics think of uh, 2022. And now we're here in 2023. All right. Do so who am I? Do they have any predictions for the, right. the new year, the coming year? 2022 was a crazy year. I mean, a lot happened. And so, because you guys requested and your subscribers and you pay for this service, who better to break it all down than a group of our favorite dead comics? So I'm going to hold a seance now, Robin, as you will see. Mm-hmm. And I will tr- attempt to resurrect Joan Rivers, Bernie Mac, Norm MacDonald, and the one and only Rodney Dangerfield. Now, here we go. Oh, Mecca Lecca Hi, Mecca Heine Ho. Great comics, I summon ye. From the great beyond, I summon ye. I demand ye come forward. He. Be back, Howard. Didn't I tell you? Oh, I'll tell you, I'll be back, Howard. Hey, leaving my dress. Here we are. Howard. Well, Hello, guys. Good to see you, darling. How are you? Welcome, <laughs> Dead Comics. Welcome, one and all. Uh, Again, I have a, so many people loved 2022 when I contacted all of you, and I didn't know that I could do it again. But uh, like Jesus himself, I raised the dead. And <laughs> here you all are. Uh, we've got Norm. Good morning, Norm. Hey, uh, Howard, how's it going, man? Love you. Uh, Joan, love you too, Norm. Uh, Joan. Love you, my darling. Love you. Ber- Bernie. Howard, what's going on? Told and you I'd be Rodney. back. Didn't I tell you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Rodney, good to see you. Uh, good to see you. Rodney seems distracted. Well, he's dead. All right, all right. Uh, uh, Rodney. <laughs> Uh, let me start with you because you seem distracted. It's been forever. How do you like heaven, by the way? It's rough, I tell you. Rough. You know, instead of wings and a halo, they gave me a mop and a bucket. Oh, boy. I got no respect. No respect at all. All right, Rodney. And, and, and it's a new year, Joan. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? Oh, God, how would you? I, I mean, you know what? Finally, I just want to blow a guy. I'm so lovely. Oh, really? no. The last thing I gagged on was a feeding tube in the ICU. Please, can we talk? I mean, my vagina is so empty, raccoons are living in it. Come on. Oh, come on. My piss flaps are so loose. God, you could braid them. Ow. You try it. No, no, my, Howard, my vagina is so dry. Native Americans do rain dances around it. <laughs> well, Joan, Joan, we love hearing from you and your vagina. We love it. We love it. I love all hey, of that my stuff. vagina, love you, my darling. Yes, and believe me, if I was there, I would enter your vagina and, do, and put you out would of your misery. You? Oh, yes, nice. I would. I would. I would do that for Joan. I thought Joan was very attractive. Now, Norm, yeah. what about you? Norm, I missed the hell out of you. I was watching videos of you all weekend on YouTube. You're so fucking funny. Your routine about the Germans and how crazy they were to go to war with the world. I love it all. Do you? Here to Kim you- Media, man. The best of all fucking time right there. Howard Stern, everybody. Give it up. 
Uh, thank you, Norm. Norm, do you have any New Year's resolutions? Uh, as a matter of fact, I do. You know, my New Year's resolution, it's uh, continue being dead. You know, uh, I want to uh, keep expectations low, you know. <laughs> I could do that, yeah. Literally. No, and Bernie Mac, I want to say, uh, people wrote in, they love when you were on when I summoned you from the dead. What about you? You got any kind of resolutions or uh, any thoughts on that? Hey, somehow, this is the way I feel. This is the way I fucking feel. What the fuck do you want me to do? Lose weight? Quit drinking? Quit smoking? I'm already dead, motherfucker! Kick it! Uh, here we go. It's the music again. Oh, God. Uh, Rodney, what about you? Listen, I hired a trainer to lose three inches. He gives my wife nine inches. Oh, I get no respect. The reason we called you here today, we wanted to look back at 2022 and uh, and ask you about some of the things that happened. And one of the biggest stories was Kanye West said some pretty anti-Semitic stuff. Yeah. I was wondering, oh, Joan. Yeah. yeah. Can we talk, Howard? Please? Kanye West is such a Jew hater. He shut the fiddler off my roof. Oh, God. Oh, please. No, no, please. I heard Kanye's Facebook password is Zyklon B. Yeah, let me tell you about oh, this. Boy, yeah. that, that motherfucker's crazy. Yeah, he's tripping. Ye lost a billion dollars with that Adidas deal. Now he couldn't get a job at the motherfucking Foot Locker. <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, True. I'll tell you what, though, Howard, you know, if the uh, Jews run the media, then how come I, every time I turn on the TV, I see uh, Kanye West, enemy of the Jews. Well, that's a good point, Norm. Uh, well, boy, you guys are really making a lot of sense. I miss the hell out of you. And, uh, and I want to thank you, Joan. And uh, by the way, Joan, I was talking about my wedding when you were there and you sat at the same table as Donald Trump. You remember that or, or is that like a faded memory? I did all blocked it out. Just blocked it all out. You did. <laughs> well, I, 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 one of the uh, big events of 2022 is we brought home that WNBA player, Brittany Griner from Russia. I was wondering what you thought about yeah. that, Norm. Well, yeah, th 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 let me uh, let me get this uh, straight. Now, so. So you tell me we traded the world's most wanted arms dealer for a seven-foot lesbian who can dunk? <laughs> well, that's a win-win. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I, I kid, I kid, I kid, you know? I tell you, the, uh, the world needs entertainment. And uh, what's more entertaining than women's basketball? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I never miss an episode. I know you fucking playing. Uh, here's a crazy story about 2022. Nick Cannon, who I used to work with on America's Got Talent, just had his 12th kid. Bernie, what do you think yeah, of that? Yeah. Let me tell you something, Howard. Let me tell you. See, Nick Cannon, he needs to slow the fuck down. He pumping him out faster than Herschel Walker. Can abort him. Kick it! Now, please, Nick Cannon, in 20 years, when there's a crime spike, you can blame Nick Cannon's balls. <laughs> oh, no. That's terrible. What does I mean, that Norm, mean, Joe? No, I mean, mean, what does that mean? Now, Norm, oh, uh, what do you think about uh, Nick Cannon's 12 kids? <clears throat> well, uh, hang on a second here, Howard. Uh, let, me, uh, let me get out uh, my uh, tape recorder here. Um, note to Nick Cannon. Stop fucking good Lord. Yeah, oh, do it. <laughs> At least he's got some. Do it. 
at least he's getting some, you know. I asked my doctor, am I too old to have sex? Uh, he says, no, just too fat. Oh, boy. <laughs> and my wife, oh, my wife, she comes home early and says, why are you watching porn? I say, why are you in it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got no with women, none at all. I went to an orgy and tried a new position. Usher. Uh, and my doctor, my doctor told me to bend over and spread my ass cheeks. I said, but you're my dentist. You're going too fucking far. Enough, you know. Oh, it's come on. Danger field. Let somebody else say something. Come on. Yeah. God damn, right. That is my greedy. This ain't your show. Uh, you know, it's true. The comics, Rodney, the comics say you're, you're you're hogging the microphone, Rodney. It's sort of true. You can all fuck off. Mike Holmes. I'm the motherfucking Mike Holmes. How No, no. How you disgusting, nasty, some of my bitch. All right, hold on, hold on. When you stood up, your giant fucking nasty, some of my bitch fell out of your robe. Oh, oh no, right. I saw that. So what? Oh. So what if my balls fell out? I'm in heaven. You want me to put on pants? Oh, oh yes. Yeah. I'm looking at you. I see why you don't get oh, no motherfucking God. respect. Oh, Keep pulling out your dick. Wait a minute. Who the Just fuck don't respect your that? old man balls? I, yeah. I don't believe this, everyone, but it's making it's making my vagina wet. Oh, you saw Rodney's. Joan, Joan, you saw Rodney. You you saw Rodney's balls and you got wet. I did, Howard. I haven't been wet since the Ford administration. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my vagina is so wet, Howard. Oh, my God. Beavers are building a dam in it. Get down, you animals. Oh, my God. Wait a second. Not ladylike. That's sick. Smells like a Hong Kong fish market. Damn. Oh, my God. You know what? Everybody just shut the fuck up and just... Dive in, uh, Rodney, oh Norm, no. Bernie, whip out your dick. Yeah. Okay, fuck. Oh, you want some of this? Nasty as fuck. We're fucking to get dark in this home a bit now. Bend over, Joe. That's right. Bernie, make that pussy. Jump on it. Pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. All right. It's a ghost orgy, Robin. I'm going to say goodbye. Gangbang, gentlemen. A gangbanger. Can we get a gangbanger? Thank you, Dead Comics. Thank you. Thank you. There they go. They're busy now. They don't have time to talk about 2022. Joe's getting uh, it in 2023. <laughs> that's comedy. Let me tell you, that's a that's a comedy lineup like you'll never see. Isn't that something? Bernie Mac and Joan Rivers, Norm Macdonald, Rodney Dangerfield, all under one roof again. Boy, you got to miss those comics. They were great. They were great. Right? Oh, yeah. Some yeah. of the greatest of all time. Yeah, so uh, I didn't know about this, but now I have a theory. The They're saying, you know, the Pope, the previous Pope died. Yes. And the uh, there's a rule in the Vatican, I mean, this is not a joke, but that the Pope that's alive has to take a silver hammer and bang the, the, po- the dead Pope in the head to make sure he's dead. Get and I out of that, here. Yeah. And I, yeah. Yep. Yep. If he's it's dead, true... he bangs him in the head with a according, hammer. Won't he be dead? <laughs> according to the New York Times, when a pope dies, the acting pope hits him on the head with a silver hammer to ensure he's dead. And I was thinking about the song Maxwell's Silver Hammer. Do you think that's where Paul McCartney, when he wrote it, I don't Maxwell's know. Silver Hammer, bang bang, make sure he's dead? And yeah. uh, 
that's the only thing I could come up with. But um, wow. Well, do you think this pope did that? Yeah, they they have to. You know, you have to do whatever God wants you to do, and that's one of the things God, God says you got to do. That. Yeah, that is so stupid. That is you know um, silly. I was talking to uh, Ronnie's fiance. She does that to Ronnie every morning. Make sure he's still with us. <laughs> Takes a big silver hammer and bangs him right in the head. Now, is she happy or sad when he is roused? <laughs> you know, my father died this summer, and a lot of people don't know this. When they opened up the casket, for, they, they gave me the choice. They said, would you like to see him? I said, yeah. And I took my silver hammer, and I, I, I knocked him right in the head. <laughs> Made sure he was gone. Believe me, I would want that. My biggest fear is they're going to bury me alive. Knock me in the fucking head. I don't care. Make sure I'm don't dead. Don't you think that would uh, really hurt and possibly injure you? No, because I'd rather I'd rather be injured than be buried alive. That's the point. <laughs> and back in the day when they wrote these kind of laws, you know, people probably got buried alive all the time. These doctors well, didn't they didn't know what have doing. the sophisticated equipment we have now, like heart monitors and brain scans right. and all of that stuff. Howard, they were only going by putting their head down near their nose to see if they were breathing. Here's a story I really love. Pornhub every year at the end of the year does a review of people's habits with pornography, and it's really illuminating. I, I love it. Um, yeah. The staff um, of Pornhub, this is just so... What this did is, we learn? What did we learn? The, we, they do an in-depth analysis of the world's masturbation habits. This is the best. Here is Pornhub spokesperson named Aria. And what's so great about this is as she's giving the statistics, you got to listen really closely because she sounds like she's in porn, Aria, because <laughs> you know how you have trouble understanding porn? Like you right, can't hear what yeah. anyone's saying. There's you know, the you acting's bad. The, right. the microphones are bad. <laughs> like I actually like the dialogue in porn. I like a story and I'm always like forced to raise the volume. And I, whenever I'm jacking off, I like to keep it private from my wife. So I don't want right. it too loud. I'm actually thinking of wearing headphones when I jerk off. But my dilemma is, if I wear headphones, I won't be able to hear if someone knocks on the door. That's right. But so what I do is I listen, but very quietly to the porn. I keep it very low and uh, I can't hear the dialogue. But anyway, here is Aria, A-R-I-A, Aria, the spokesperson from Pornhub, giving the stats and, and uh, the stats are even delivered like a porn. Sunday is the most popular day of the week to visit Pornhub, with peak viewing times between 10 and 1 a.m. However, the highest traffic levels happen on Mondays at 11 p.m. I get it. Beginning of a long work week. Cream pie is... Like the bad music behind her. Why is there music? Because it's porn. It's Pornhub. It's <laughs> <laughs> always gonna, bad music. If you're going to talk porn, you got to have bad music behind you. But you hear what she said? Sunday is the most popular day to jerk off. And during the weekday, 11 a.m. is the most popular time was to jerk off. Was it 11 a.m. or 11 p.m.? You oh. know, she was so hard to understand. She said 10 and 1 on Sunday. And Let me start it again. 11 something on Monday. Sunday is the most popular day of the week to visit Pornhub, with peak viewing times between 10 and 1 a.m. However, the highest traffic levels happen on Mondays at 11 p.m. 11 p.m., okay. I get it. Yes, Beginning of a long work week. Cream pie is 65% more popular among Gen Xers, followed by milk and scissoring. And as for the boomers, they seem to know what they like and stick to it, with handjob being the top relative category once again. At Kids are jerking off to handjob. There's categories Cream in porn. Cream pies. 
Yeah, I don't know. That is disgusting. I think what a cream pie is, again, I'm a little out of it because I just like regular porn. Cream pie is, I think you jerk, you come inside a woman's ass and then uh, it's disgusting. I think you drink it out or something or I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I mean, you'd, you'd want to throw up. Can somebody clear up what the Gen Xers are doing? <laughs> but there's a jerking off category, which I didn't even know. And JD, evidently, you like jerking off category. Well, let me correct the cream pie. Uh, cream pie is basically, yes, you come either. It can be in, in the woman's ass or just her vagina, like regular coming in the vagina. And, it, and the woman like lets it ooze out of her. <laughs> so um, into your mouth, right? No, no. This is, you, you just watch it. it ooze out. You just see it. Yeah, the camera like focuses on that. So, do you like that? I don't know. That is. I don't like either. No. I don't like seeing. I don't even like when a woman spits on a guy's penis. I, I yeah. get very weirded out yeah, by that. I think the spitting is overdone. I don't mind overdone, that. and it's. <laughs> I, I don't like that. It's like, but I'm a germ phobe, and I'm like, ooh, I know, I know, it makes no sense because the woman is putting you in her mouth, but I don't. Just the the drooling on the penis, and the honestly, I don't even like seeing penis in um, porn. I like uh, lesbians. I like to watch two girls. I don't want to see any guy's dick. That's how masculine I am. <laughs> There's no spitting you know? in lesbian porn, is there? Mm, sometimes, sometimes there is. Sometimes yeah. there is. Nah. Oh, yeah, when they're getting really intense, yeah, really. Yeah, get things lubed up. <laughs> I'm watching a lesbian porn yesterday, and these two gals, nice bodies on them. One was way too good looking to even be in porn. You ever say that? Like you're watching a wait. She's too good looking to be in porn. Like she was like a model. And, you um, stop. You've been saying that for the, your entire life. <laughs> I can't help what that internal voice says. You know what I mean? I feel stupid, Robin, when I, you know, I go like, I can't believe that girl's in porn. I mean, you know, the other one I can believe, but not this one. <laughs> but anyway, um, and that voice refuses to stop saying that. And I'm, it won't get used to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, I um, these two lesbians are going at it, and they started kissing each other's knee. And I went, really? And then one lesbian is licking the other one's forehead. And I'm like, this is a oh. waste of time. So I fast forwarded until they started getting into it. But uh, it's crazy. Is that a thing? W licking foreheads and knees? No, that's the first time I ever saw it. Yeah, <laughs> I usually don't do that. But uh, I don't know. I don't think they were real lesbians. But here we go. Um, getting back to this porn up. Well, I, I you have like to say you're absolutely right. I need a replay of everything she says. I can't yeah. keep what she's saying present. You know, JD, um, what is a masturbation video? Is that where the girl just masturbates? Well, yeah, there, that's, uh, yeah, basically, yeah, just a woman, you know, sitting around and spread open and masturbating. I don't <laughs> like doing. that. That to me is boring. <laughs> is that what she said? Because I heard hand job somewhere. I don't know who's doing what anymore. And a hand job video. What is that? Because I don't want to, you that's... mean she just, a girl just sits there and gives a guy a hand job? Yeah. Yeah. And you watch that? I've watched that, sure. Isn't yeah. that boring? Don't you want to see them get it on, or uh, am I crazy? No, because I've put myself in the guys, in the guys, you know, in in the guy, and like I can like, you know, I'm jerking off, so I can sort of imagine her doing the same thing to me. So that's I, I, I see. That's how I, that's how I do it. 
Well, you got a good imagination. You got a good imagination. I don't see any of these girls doing that to you. Uh, That's almost too good, but (laughs) yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But the, uh, the cream pie video is just disgusting. And the fact that this woman is saying it's one of the most uh, watched elements among Gen Xers. Well, I think also there's the, uh, there's the uh, the tabooness of like you're not supposed to be coming into you know the the the, the risk of the woman getting pregnant or whatever, um, right. you know that mm. sort of stuff. Huh? I think I think um, Benji's a real weirdo. I think he once told me that he enjoys cream pie videos. And <laughs> really? Like, well, I think you just enjoy eating cream pies. But uh, <laughs> that's what it looks like. <laughs> well, can you explain to me real quick why you enjoy seeing um, jism? Come out of a woman. Yeah, it's it's funny because that's what sex is supposed to be, and I'm the weirdo for liking that. Wait, what you mean, do you mean that's what watching, sex is supposed to be? Watching no, a woman uh, ejaculate, like like push your ejaculate out of her. I like the idea that the woman is gonna get pregnant from it. Oh wow, <laughs> that is what? hot to me. Wow, you've divorced wow. yourself from that idea. That's yeah, what sex well, yeah. is. Yeah, but I mean, I don't want to, I'm, I'm not jerking off to think about, oh, wow, I'm going to get a girl pregnant. I want to. And every time I had sex, I don't want to get a woman pregnant, but there is something like just fucking hot as hell about that. Really? There's a sort of, there is a, it's not exactly (laughs) cream pie, but it's called breeding. Uh, a brain porn. Yeah, I love those. <laughs> where it's where you don't exactly see the, the cream pie, but the woman's like, you know, come inside me. I want you to make me pregnant. Blah, blah, blah. Often the breeding ones have a, uh, like a racial aspect where, where like, sure, yes. like, where they'll, like, they want, like, uh, the black hus, the white husband will want a black man to knock up his wife. Really? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> the, like the white husband wants a black man to knock up his white wife. Yes. Wow. And when the baby comes, what are they going to do? They don't go that far in the yeah, that's, that's the best. <laughs> that fantasy's over. That's the reality that hits. Robin wants to know if they bring in like Dr. Phil for a discussion afterwards. <laughs> no, it, stops, yeah. it stops there in the back. All right. Well, there you go. Thank you, Benji, for the uh, your admission that you like cream pie videos and you like to think about women getting pregnant. And bre- now we learned about breeding videos. Let me start this again because I want to hear what the woman is saying. I do want to know what people are watching on Pornhub. Sunday is the most popular day of the week to visit Pornhub, with peak viewing times between 10 and 1 a.m. However, the highest traffic levels happen on Mondays at 11 p.m. I get it. Beginning of a long work week. Cream pie is 65% more popular among Gen Xers, followed by milk and scissoring. And as for the boomers, they seem to know what they like and stick to it, with handjob being the top relative category once again at 88%. Nothing like a good handjob search to remind you of your glory days. Hold on for a second. See, you're going too fast. And I don't know where. (laughs) I'm going too fast. Does she have to catch a train? Why is she Uh, talking so fast? That's porn. You know? (laughs) No, I. Scissoring. Yeah. What is that? That's when two lesbians, um, they do stuff to each other. Like, I think. I think it's when the two women rub their vaginas together. I think that's scissoring. I don't know. You know what? I don't know. I just jerk off. <laughs> I'm like on a thing where I really have been reading about what is it, JD? You want to tell no, what scissoring yeah, I was, is? I mean, I'm, I'm like John Hine with the, the porn facts. Yes, scissoring is whenever the women are like, you know, 
split the legs and uh, rub vaginas. You like that? I like that. I it's okay. It's all right. Yeah. It's uh when they're really into it. Yeah. I like when they um go down on each other. Uh, that's all right. It's okay. Well, what right. do you like? Like not I, okay. Me, I listen. I like I, I like boy girl. I like. Oh, okay, uh, you don't like, like the lesbian stuff at all. I like uh, a blowjob. I like uh, a girl bouncing <laughs> her ass on a dick. Um, oh my god! <laughs> you know. Well, uh, here. Uh, the, excuse me. Oh, uh, look who it is! It's the woman from. Uh, it's the woman from Pornhub who has some stats about uh, porn. Go ahead, man. Oh, hi, it's Aya. Here are Howard Stern's end the year 2022 porn stats. Sundays are for stepmoms, with 74% of your time spent watching old mommies bang their stepchildren. We got a beginning of a long three-day work week. Well, well, well wait a second, ma'am. Is a minute ma'am. And 38 seconds. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, what's your name again? Aria. A- 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 Aria. 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 Uh, Aria. Um, so you're, what are you giving stats on on what I watch on porn? Yeah, you viewed zero cum shots because you finished so soon. Your top category is setup. You really make it to actual sex. According to a right. research team, just pirates are well, up well, 20% well, what are you, are you guys, are, are you guys at, are you, at Pornhub, are you guys spying on me and, and, and getting stats? Yeah, we have eyes oh and ears everywhere. Your preferred breast size on porn stars is 36C. Like most boomers, we've noticed a 47% diminution right. in your load over time. <laughs> on average, there's a 2.3 day gap between sessions to facilitate load replenishment. Aria, I'm curious. Yeah. So why did they choose you to be the spokesperson at Pornhub? I mean, it's very, I don't mean to be mean, but you seem very difficult to understand, honestly. I'm the most articulate person here. Right. <laughs> what I'm about very the, eloquent. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any stats on JD from what he's watching? JD is a straight up freak. JD's most popular jerk off times are Monday through Sunday, 10 a.m. through midnight. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever he's JD, awake. <laughs> JD is what we call in our research team is event creep. All right. Okay. All right. JD That's comes three Thank to you. five times a day on average between 20 and 22. Wow. Get your well, peanut butter because JD oh, loves okay, to watch it all the video parts. How dare you? Half of JD's preferred porn is banned on our website. Right. Oh, wow. loves huge asses, like too big, too big to even be real. Well, um, you know, it's interesting to me. I I feel so invaded. I, you have stats on me. You have stats yeah, on JD. Too. Are yeah. you giving? You have stats on everyone, huh? What about like President Biden? Does he watch porn? This is our job, and we take it very seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And what about ex-President Trump? Is he watching porn? Yeah. President Biden, first of all, loves grandma piss porn. (laughs) And he's really into facials. To answer your first question. Trump doesn't watch traditional porn per se, but he jerks off to Fox News. Between the hours right. of 7 a.m. and 7 p.m., five days a week. Ah, all right. Well, thank you, Ari. You're very lovely. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Stop spying on me. Oh, she yes, left. Please. Yeah. Half of wow. the stuff JD likes is illegal on their site. <laughs> yeah. 
JD, uh, they say he ma- his stats are he masturbates like 19 times a day, I believe. It's, it's constantly coming. Um, well, you know, I got into this thing where I saw that if a, if a guy my age wants to avoid prostate cancer, which I do, I, I you know, I, I've heard horrible things with this prostate cancer kind of, but, you know, it can affect your sex life and all this. So I know that I have to come way more than my wife wants me. So I've been jerking off and I tried this. So now you have a re, you like have an excuse. You don't have to say jerking off is bad anymore and I should be trying to stop. No. You say you're doing it for medical reasons. (laughs) Well, you know, I never put it that way, but now that you mention it, yeah, that's exactly right. (laughs) So what, like my wife and I had sex, uh, let's say, what day was it? I'm going to say like maybe like Friday. I don't know. I don't remember how it went down, but. And then I went, you know what I should do? I should jerk off on Saturday. Uh, had to go visit my. Why did you say my... that? Well, because I said, I gotta get in. They say you should jerk off like 20 times a month, something uh-huh. like 27, but that's not going to happen because the older I get, it's hard to jerk off on consecutive days. Used to be no, a no brainer. Uh-huh. Um, but now sometimes I just have nothing left in the tank. Like I'll be rubbing that thing and nothing comes out of it. Like I just lose interest. So sex, let's say, let's say Thursday, Friday, I masturbated and no problem the, the very next day. But then I said, now if I'm going to hit 27 times, I'll masturbate before I go visit my mom, mm. you know, and that also might make me a little more chill. Because when I see my mom, I can get awfully upset. Uh, she says, my mom's a good woman, but she says some fucking stuff that sets me off. You know what I mean? What? Like what? Well, well, anyway, Saturday, I couldn't come. I was rubbing that piece of taffy between my legs for like an hour and, and I was getting raw. I mean, I just couldn't do it. Don't you think it's because you know your mother's visit is coming up? No, I think it's because, oh, believe me, I used to jerk off with my mom in the next room. I mean, what, what do I care? <laughs> you know what I mean? Now she lives in a separate place. Um, but, you know, I'm so happy when I get it out because I'm like, oh, prostate health, you know, and who knows, you know, this is what these doctors, somehow these doctors know how much you should masturbate in order to keep your prostate healthy. I don't healthy. even believe it's true. I believe it was some guy trying to get more sex out of his wife. Yeah, maybe. You might be right. I, I I don't know, but I but I've got you know I'm such a uh, neurotic when it comes to health. I'm like really I don't want to go through prostate cancer. I mean my dad died from prostate cancer technically, but the guy was 99 years old. Something right. was gonna go wrong. They generally say every guy if he lives long enough will get it. Right. So I'm just trying to you know because I want to be able to bang my wife like through my 70s. You know what I mean. Like oh, I would you, like, you're you're planning to retire at eighty as a yeah. She's not going to want to fuck me. Sexual when I'm partner. Yeah. Well, because I'm starting to get really gross. You know what I mean? And you know, <laughs> like I th- I think I feel bad for my wife. Like when I was like fifty, would I want to be banging a seventy year old? No way. So she's not going to want me. So I have to jack up my jacking off time. And. uh yeah, so I was uh, masturbating, uh, and I tried to get it out before I went to visit my mom, but when, my penis wasn't having anything to do with it. <laughs> How long do you try when you're 
You yeah. know, I mean, doesn't it usually happen right away? You start fooling yeah. around and things start happening. Yeah, well, it's got to be the right porn. There are times where I blame the porn. Like, it's like the, <laughs> the woman doesn't look right. It's not my type or she's being gross and spreading her vagina too much. You know, I have to sometimes I'll bail out and try something new. Uh-huh. Um, I, I seem to be watching a lot of. uh I either like like girls who are coerced into having sex with dudes, like where they're like kind of, you know, either they're offered money or their babysitting job or, you know, like the girl's like, I can't lose this babysitting job. I'm like, oh, you poor woman. I mean, <laughs> fuck a babysitting job. I mean, uh, you know, I could understand if you were losing. But you enjoy that. <laughs> I like it. I like when people are under pressure to have sex. Uh, that's a, I enjoy that. I enjoy even the casting couch thing. I yeah. particularly enjoy, and I don't see a lot of this anymore. For a while, I did. Woman goes into audition for pornography, and the man says to her, I'm going to bring in a woman because it'll, you'll be more comfortable with a woman. And the woman gets her to do stuff in the casting couch for porn. Uh, I, see. I okay. like that. And uh, I like any of that kind of stuff. Like with a story. I like when a school teacher has to discipline one of the students. He's uh, the teacher and she comes in, she's fucking up and she's in a little outfit and he goes, all right, look, there is something you can do to increase your grade. I like that. And you know what? When, 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 I'm shocked by this. I love real estate porn. What? I love, what is yeah, that? That is when a woman, a very attractive woman is showing a guy a house and these guys are such assholes. Because two seconds in, they're like, yeah, I want to buy this house. You know, meanwhile, the guy doesn't have a pot to piss in. He ain't buying any house. Right. He's not buying a, a, any house. But she's like, you know, I really need to sell. You can see even in the preamble, she's on the phone to her boss. And the boss is kind of like, you know what? I got to let you go if you don't sell a house already. And then, you know, trouble's going to. And then she's showing him the house. And he goes, you know, I'm really thinking of buying this house. Oh, yeah. She goes, and he goes, hmm. I don't know though, maybe not. And she goes, Oh, please, please. And then, and then next thing you know, she's like blowing him to buy the house. <laughs> she doesn't get anything signed. She just starts no. blowing him. She's so, so she stupid. still probably have, hasn't yeah. sold the house. <laughs> and by the way, these are things that I would, I think are unconscionable in real life. Right. I don't like, uh, you know, I don't like these kinds of, uh, this kind of coercion, but yet on a porn, I enjoy it. You know, See, it's that like I, I don't get. I don't get how this could be repugnant to you in real life, but no. you want to see it in fantasy. And I love, um, you know, stepbrother and stepsister. Love that. Or I step love mom. stepmom. I love when you love uh, step girls, anything. <laughs> and I like and I like when girls uh, study together and one is really bored and they start lesbian stuff. And I love when one lesbian is like not even sure she wants to try it and she's uptight and the other one convinces her. Like right. I really like massage videos too. And Good lord, I, when do you have time to do anything else? You've got so many categories you like. Yeah, I like cuz it's funny when I go to search it says search by category. I go I have too many. You tell me what I like. <laughs> But I, I like when a woman, a very attractive woman, goes in for a massage. But a lot of them now, right away, they uh, the woman is massaging the other woman, and she just goes for it. <laughs> I like the ones where the woman's kind of like, "Oh my goodness, are you a lesbian? I, you know, I don't. What are you doing to me? I've never. You know, this isn't appropriate." And you know what I mean. And I don't want. I want some resistance. 
Well, I, I'm sure Aria is listening and she's fixing your uh, your suggestions right now. Well, based on what Aria said on this Pornhub thing, the Pornhub spokesperson, no one's into what I'm into. Everyone's into these hardcore dripping cum out of vaginas. And I don't want to see all that. I don't want to see so much, you know, gynecological stuff. Mm. I like I like doctors who examine patients and end up having sex with them. And uh, I've noticed that that must be a thing in Europe because a lot of them have subtitles. Like it's like Germans ah, and not Swedish even people. <laughs> not even in English. It's like a lot of German doctors are like coming in and like, <laughs> and then, then like next thing you know, they're convincing. It's, I like a lot of convincing. I like that. Right. Like it would be funny if it was like a video with me and you and I had to convince you to have sex. You know, like, come on, Rob. And we've worked together for a lot. No, I don't think it's appropriate. It might ruin our friendship. Ba, 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 ba. You know, all that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, um, it is weird to jerk off before you go in to see your mother. My mother's 95, you know, and I'm, shit, on Thursday I'm going to be 69. I mean, fuck, I mean, I'm jerking off before I go to visit my mother. 69? Yeah. 69! <laughs> it's so embarrassing. I'm actually embarrassed to be that old. Oh, you you yeah. don't be embarrassed. Yeah, I am. It sucks. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I used to be such a kid. I was like the the upstart in radio. I was the innovator. Oh, remember, I was the, we were the kids. Yeah, I what was are like those a badass. Kids doing. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, like it was like when they call me into the general manager's office, I was like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. You know, and then they pulled my pants off and fucked me in the ass. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's a porn. But, um, yeah, it's really weird. Like, here I am, an old guy, and I feel like a little kid because I have to go take care of my mother. I'm not supposed to have a mother anymore. I'm supposed to be an orphan. My parents are supposed that. to be gone. Well, I am. I'm supposed to be, you know. I'm there are plenty of people who have 90-something-year-old parents. I talk to them all the time. Oh, I know. I told you. My buddy, Dr. Lou, his mom's 103. And she's yeah. got no sign of slowing down. I said, Lou, well, he just had his birthday. We're the same age. He goes, I go, uh, Lou, what did you do for your birthday? He goes, I visited my mom. They <laughs> <laughs> go, wow, great. <laughs> Sounds like fun. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. So Beth came with me. She wanted to see my mom. My mom, uh -huh. I told you, it has gotten really weird. Everything about your parents when they get older, everything becomes exaggerated. My mother has a thing for Beth. She, when we walk in the room, she looks at Beth and gazes at her. Like, I only wish my mother gazed at me like this. It is the weirdest thing. She just, she won't look at me. She just looks at Beth. She, we walk in. My angel is here. Oh, wow. Not hello, Howard. And then no, my uh, angel no. is here. <laughs> she, then she gazes at Beth and she goes, you got to hear this. I'm not making any of this up, by the way. If I am, my wife should come down and smack me in the head. My mother goes, Howard. I'm like, oh, finally, my mother stopped looking at Beth. Howard. Thank you for bringing me Beth. Thank you for marrying her and bringing her to me. My mother thinks I married Beth for her. And I, I mean, listen, Beth is a lovely person. Don't get me wrong. I married her. I, I hold her in high regard. But I mean, she's not 
I, I mean, how did she I replace know. you in your yeah. mother's affection? That's what you have to ask yourself. And then my mother does this other weird thing. You know, when I got famous and stuff, my mother used to be the one who would say, like my father, you know, he, he still couldn't figure it out up until the end. Like, how the hell did I become <laughs> famous? Because he was sure I'd become nothing. And my mother used to be like, I always saw in you, you were special. And I told you you were special. And when you went and got that job at the advertising agency, I'm the one who said to you, Howard, it's not for you. This is not a, a job that means anything. I go, well, but mom, I mean, I'm, I'm doing advertising. Advert what is that? You're convincing people to buy products? That's not for you. That's not life affirming. And my mother's got this weird thing where she takes credit for people's career. And yeah. she always starts off with her low self-esteem. She'll always go, I don't say anything good about myself. I don't really. But I told your daughter to go into nursing. Or she'll go, I told you, I told Emily to become a rabbi. I said, you love the temple because, you know, she always She's responsible for everybody's choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she's always like, I told <laughs> Emily you. Emily wasn't studying for years. <laughs> no, no, no. It's always no. She was like, uh, when Emily was trying to figure out what to do in life, I said to her, "You'll like to go to the temple. You should do something with religion." She always takes credit for everything, but she always puts herself down first. Okay. I don't consider myself anything special. But I said to you when you were a little boy, Howard, if you want to be on the radio, you'll be on the radio. I told you, someone's got to be on the radio. Why couldn't it be you? She always takes credit for everybody's accomplishments. You know? You, you dummies didn't know what you should do. I had to tell you what you should do. Yeah. Yeah, she figured it out. <laughs> By the way, all the people in my in my family who can't figure out what to do, she doesn't take any credit for that. She has nothing to say to them. <laughs> right, right. Although my mother did admit in one mistake she made. What was that? I told, you know, I was, she was, your wife is so beautiful. And I told you when you were, I said, Mom, you told me when you were, when I was a little boy that um, women looked like you and my sister, that you were real women, and that Playboy was just a fantasy, and you didn't real. Well, your wife does look like Playboy, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I go, but you told me, so she does admit that she was wrong about that. Oh, uh, okay. But, um, but she's doing this new thing where she kind of puts me down in front of Beth. What? How well, you know, I'm well, I'm sitting there with my hot wife and, you know, she should tell the story about how special I was when I was a little boy. Now the story is. Well, out of nowhere, she says this. We're sitting there and we're talking. We're having a perfectly reasonable conversation. And she says to um, my wife. The teachers, when Howard was little, didn't see anything exceptional with them with him <laughs> and they uh, they never saw anything exceptional with howard they just couldn't see anything uh worthwhile uh, 
And I, and I get furious. And I blew up. My wife told me to take it easy. But I go, Mom, of course my teachers didn't see anything exceptional. I'm in an all-black neighborhood getting the shit beaten out of me every day. What kind, what kind of except, exception was I'm alive? That was the exception. <laughs> I have time to study. Meanwhile, I mean, I'm sitting there fighting with a 95-year-old woman, <laughs> defending myself. And then, and, then I, and then I get really mad, and I go, you don't know that in fourth grade, I won like a, a fuck, or sixth grade, I won a writing competition, and I won the all-state competition. I, I wrote a, 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 an essay on fire prevention, and it won for the state of New York. You don't know that? <laughs> you better bring in all your little medals from yeah, elementary yeah. school. I got a writing. <laughs> I got a writing award. Does she I know that? An, Does she remember? Did she remember no, that? No, no, no. You see what I mean? Like they don't. They didn't even celebrate my accomplishments. So I get upset. And then you know it's like, did Bath? Did you know when Howard was born? The doctor said he smiled like a mongoloid. Ah! <laughs> I said, how do you, how come you don't have Alzheimer's Why is she yet? running you down in front of Beth? I don't know. It's almost like I'm competing for Beth's love with my mother. I don't know. That's a little weird. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I'm happy for Beth because Beth loves the fact that my mother's so in love with her. But she even, you know, she's even like, whoa. Jeez, your mother really, she, she says, your mother loves me way more than she loves you. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's she what does. It seems like. Absolutely. And she even says, Beth is my angel. Thank God you married her for me. I'm like, well, for you. I wasn't thinking you about know, you when parents, I met her. Your parents, uh, obviously are never going to get better. Well, my father isn't, that's for sure. <laughs> but your mom has had a long time to kind of try to figure things out. She's still harping in the same way, like taking uh -huh. you down and making sure yeah. you don't think too much of yourself. Yeah, it's weird. Like sometimes she pumps me up to be think I'm Jesus. But a lot of times then she brings me down. You're a big shot. What are you yeah. carrying on? Yeah. What is that? I I can't figure it out, but you know it's not. You think Me neither. they say oh, you you get older, you get wiser. You think that's I have always said no. You just get older because she's doing the same things she's always done. Yeah, my mom learned anything. My mom seems to think I need to be humbled. Like like in yeah, other words, there um, are yeah, people I, who think that. You know what I think it is. I think she's afraid if I become too big a big shot, I'll leave her. Like, I won't come visit right, her. And right. so she's got to keep me, take me down a peg. I'm going to well, take you same down. That's thing that yeah. I said about Meghan Markle's family. Like, they don't want her to get too far out there. They got to remind her where she came from. Yeah. It's yeah. The same yeah. thing. Yeah. You don't want them to go too far. You might lose them. Yeah. It's a shame because... They could revel in your success and that would keep you closer to them. Yeah. You know, like they're getting the opposite of what they want. Yeah, no big deal. I mean, I made you, but uh, I was no big deal and neither was your father. <laughs> you know, I don't know what the fucking psychological reason, but Jesus Christ.
That's why I love this movie, The Whale. I watched The Whale with um, Brendan Fraser. uh, Brendan Brendan Fraser. Fraser. They say that it's brought back his career. Well, he's so good in it. The movie is so great because it's really like uh, the fantasy of a parent who can see you and accept you for who you are and, and, you know, and tell you you're beautiful and all that. But um, I cried like a baby. Really? Yeah, real tears. Like sometimes... I think I'm crying and I'm not. I had tears. Well, you get a little choked up, but the tears never come. Yeah. Yeah. It's about a father who connects with his daughter and sees her for who she is. It's incredibly moving. <laughs> My, uh, I like <laughs> the whale. Yeah, that's how I was that's like this. We're <laughs> watching the whale. <laughs> yeah, like Beth, Beth was sitting wailing. next to me. I go, are you crying? She goes, I was moved greatly, but I'm not crying. I go, I'm crying. Don't look at me. <laughs> I told you, The Whale and uh, by Darren Aronofsky, he was the director, and To Leslie, which is uh, Mary McCormick's husband, um, Michael uh, Morris, he he directed that. Uh, two best movies I've seen this year. I'm talking about, you know, other than superhero movies. It was good. You know, I cry about once every 20 years, so it was a big deal that I was crying. Everything, you know, it was a big deal to me anyway. Well, it certainly um, uh, brought up feelings that you experienced before and never expressed, probably. Yeah. Hey, Jeff. You're on in New yeah, York. Hi, Robin. Hi. Um, I'm hearing your theory regarding your mom's praise for Beth. And maybe you had the thought that a lot of it might be, or at least in part, it's the praise she couldn't give you as a kid. She's now applying it to Beth. Yeah, because uh, like Beth even said, your mom doesn't really know me that well. I mean, it's not yeah. like my mom and Beth used to go out together and kind of hang out and get to, you know what I mean? So they didn't yeah. have like uh, a friendship where they hung out. But my right. mom tells the same story about Beth over and over again to the point that, that every time it's this story that she goes, when you lived in Amagansett, I came out to the house. And I had, I met Beth for the first time. And she was standing at the sink. And I went over to her. And I looked at her and I said, I can size people up. I don't say much about myself, but I can size people up. And you're a giver. And I'm a giver. But she doesn't say it, much about herself. What is she doing? I'm a giver. Yeah, I'm a giver. <laughs> and you're a giver. And I can recognize a giver when I see one. So every time we sit with my mother. You know, the first time I saw you in Hamburg. <laughs> staring at Beth. She goes, I, I go. Beth goes, yeah, I remember that. Wasn't it by the sink? That's what we do now. And my, my mother goes, that's right. It was by the sink. So I say, Mom, tell that story again. I don't remember it. <laughs> I walked over to the sink. And didn't you say something about a giver? Yes, I said to Beth, you're a giver. And I'm a giver. 
Oh, yeah, I remember that. And didn't you say you don't talk much about yourself? I don't. I don't say good <laughs> things about myself, but I do know people. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't even know what she's talking about herself. All right. It's crazy. Well, listen. They, I, they I gotta, are who they are, Howard. That's all you're going to get. It's never going to change. Beth lived a charm life. She's very good looking. Everyone always liked her. Uh, she's always, you know, she's always had a charmed life. Uh, she doesn't need the extra praise. I do. I did not have a charmed life. <laughs> but it's happening to her anyway. That's Beth's life. Yeah, that's so Beth. Beth, she Beth goes, gets everything. That happens. <laughs> I know. Uh, hey, this is the greatest. Uh, Chris Wilding for my birthday again this year. Robin, you got me great gifts, uh, way, way generous and everything. Oh, you, no, you can knock even. it off now. You can not knock even. it off. It's enough. It's enough. Stop it. Stop with the gifts. Let's, let's, let's stop Please. getting each other gifts. It's ridiculous. Okay, the amount that's of fine money. With me. Stop it. We should because we're, 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 we don't know what to get each other anymore. Yeah, right. It's crazy. All that stuff. But yeah, but I would feel weird not fun. getting you. I, but I always and so like. So would I feel. I love right. doing that. Yeah. So, uh, but so Chris we're Wilding, saying that, but we're not going to do it. <laughs> right. You do it. I, I you know because you do, you send lovely, lovely gifts. And, you know, like this year, I didn't know what to get Robin. And I said, oh, I know what I'm going to do. I had that uh, Admiral Dennis who works for her. Admiral, he's so whatever been promoted. He, well, yeah, Admiral, I figure by now he's an Admiral. What is he, a captain still? <laughs> captain Dennis. I contacted Captain Dennis. I said, do me a favor. Take a picture of all of Robin's cats and send me, but not shitty pictures. Spend some time taking pictures of them in different poses and, and really good quality pictures. Nothing blurry. I'm going to paint one of Robin's cats. And I'm going to, I had this whole plan. I'm going to, I went to this very expensive stationary place and uh, oh, scanning place. It's amazing. And I, I put together this, you know, the painting and I made her stationary and cards and things with my painting on it. And I framed the painting I made. And I said, this is the, listen, it, it, and the paintings take me three, four weeks, sometimes more because I'm very slow at it. And, uh, I said, well, I mean, what else can I get Robin? I've given her everything else. So I paint her cat. I don't know what to do for her anymore because I love her so much and I, I care so much about her. How do you express yourself in a gift? So I figured this is the best thing I can do. This is it. What else am I going to do? What am I going to do? Jump off a building? <laughs> I don't so, know that that would express anything. Uh, right. So uh, it's 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 hard. It, you know, I even I, I I walk around for weeks. Oh, Robin's birthday's coming. Robin's Christmas is coming up. What what, what am I going to do? How do I? What should I do? What should I do? So anyway, with the gift giving at Christmas, I go out of my fucking mind. It, yes, you do. You do. With the, with, I do with the tips and the, this and the, that. Forgetting Robin for a minute. I mean, you know, for people who you have to buy gifts for. And a lot of people I know buy me gifts who don't even really like me that much. But because I'm famous, they they want to be friends with me and they give me gifts. So I got to get them a gift. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of that bullshit going on. People do not like me. I w there was a time I wasn't famous. Nobody liked me. The only guy who liked me was my friend, Dr. Lou. So you're saying that you don't believe Jimmy Kimmel really likes you? That's right. Oh, stop Kimble, it. Kimble. <laughs> stop no, I it, think Jimmy, Jimmy likes me. 
I think he likes, who knows if he likes me? You know what I mean? At this point in my life, I don't know who really likes me. I can't imagine. You know, Jimmy is a gregarious guy. He loves to cook. He loves people. I hate to cook. I hate people. How could he like being with me? In other words. He gets a kick out of you. Yeah, well, I don't know. It doesn't even make sense. I just assume everyone likes me because I'm famous. (sighs) But uh, anyway, Chris Wilding got me again. Last year, do you remember what Chris Wilding got me for my Christmas? No. He got me a recorded message from Dr. Now from 600 Pound Life. That's right. Yeah, well, he got me another message, and it's great. From Dr. Now? Yeah. Or a new message? Dr. Now. It's all I need. <laughs> I listened to it, and I and I thanked him. I said, you know, this is the greatest gift ever. Because this guy, Dr. Now, and I don't know how many people watch 600 Pound Life, but he's the greatest doctor now. He's the guy who performs weight loss surgery. I don't know. He, he's got an accent. You can barely understand him. He's on the same level with uh, with with the woman from uh, Pornhub. Aria. Like you don't know what you don't know what anyone's <laughs> saying. And and the, it, Chris, by the way, thank you for this because I do love it. I want to share your gift with my audience. Of course. Well, by the way, what gave you the idea last year to get a doctor now cameo message for me? Uh, how did this come about? Well, if you talk to someone like Marianne, they would say I stole the idea, but I really had no recollection of that. I think I had just started doing the Doctor Now impression. I knew you were high on it, and I really didn't know what to get you. I mean, I wasn't going to get you something physical, so I I just went on Cameo, and he was there, and I thought, man, if he would read something I wrote, that would be so cool, and it was. Well, as you pointed out to me when you, you gave me this, you said, I... I wrote what he says, and I don't even know what he's saying. You know, it's like, it's so great. <laughs> he, he really does uh, uh, go in and out of coherence quite spectacularly. Yeah, the great thing about this guy, Dr. Now, is, okay, he wasn't born in this country. So, okay, he, he you know, for a guy who wasn't born in this country, his English is fine. But he puts zero effort into these cameos. Like, you can tell there's no pre-read. There's no even working on pronouncing all the names. What what you get is pure, unadulterated doctor now. Like, that's what you get. It is amazing. First take doctor now, they call him. And it's so funny because here he is a medical doctor. And I always think medical doctors should not reduce themselves to doing cameo messages. These guys make a good living. I mean, he doesn't need this. But nevertheless, you can hire him. Uh, Do you mind me asking how much you paid for a doctor now message? So his price went down a little bit this year. Oh. And I was able to scrounge up a coupon. <laughs> wow. So, I got, coupon. so, yeah, so I got Dr. Now for $166. Wow. Yeah, what did you pay? High. Uh, yeah, I would think. What did you pay the previous year? Oh, I think it was like 200 or 200 something. So he's reduced bucks. his price a little bit, which I think and is. And where do you fair. find the coupon? That's the best. Uh, you, you, uh, I don't remember. I think I just Googled cameo coupon because I do that for everything. If, I, if there's a yeah, coupon uh, slot, the list price is $175 and I guess yeah. business was slow. So he, he lowered it by $25 oh. and then with the coupon, you got down to 166. Yeah. But what, what, like, like, um, so, so what is the process? You you write right. up a script. It's a 30 second script. They say all you have is 250 cal- uh, characters. So that includes your wow. periods, your commas, everything. So 
I want him to say funny things, but I don't want to put in things that are so outrageous it'll tip him off. Because they can just reject the video. Though I have to tell you, after doing this twice in a row, I think I'm being a little too lenient. I think I could go a lot crazier with yeah. what I'm writing for him. Because he's not vetting anything, It's it would seem. <laughs> and and Chris wrote, like, a, you know, he named all my cats, like Pebble. and uh, But it's funny. Like, it took me a while to figure out what Dr. Now was even saying or talking about. Uh, did you know Dr. Now's real name is Yunnan Nauzard Zhao or Dan? Yunnan Zhao How do you say it? You know, it's a Dr. Yunnan Nauzard Here's Dr. Now's cameo message for me. Uh, this is Chris's uh, Christmas gift. It's the best. Hello. How y'all doing? Hi, Howard. I hope you're doing well and staying safe. Howard, I hear that you're a painter and you like to paint barns and you love your cats, Coco, Melon, Naughty, Poopy, and Preble. And you stick to a 1200 calorie diet and you don't sell yourself like your friend Robin and you stay inside to avoid COVID. But Howard, the most important thing is I'm here to wish you happy holiday on behalf of Chris and hopefully this holiday will be one of the best you had. So wish you the best happy holiday from Chris with a peace and love. I thought you should have written. I thought it was going to be hard. I heard you masturbate before you go to see your mom. I'm going to do that now. Yeah, Howard, you gotta go. I hear you painter. You paint your own feces. You dip your <laughs> fingers in the shit and you do the painting. That's very nice. <laughs> he totally he watches the joke about Robin, too. I don't know if yeah, you can like, tell what, what he's I trying do? to say. Yeah, but I, I, what I thought it was yeah. is. Uh, the only thing I could make out was you called um, you called my cat Pebble naughty poopy Pebble. Yeah, he, he says naughty different po- cats. Yeah, yeah naughty. Like, there's a cat named Poopy. Not yeah, he goes, <laughs> you are you naughty puppy people naughty poopy Pebble. Donner, Blitzen, Dancer, and what did he say about Robin? I couldn't understand that. I still oh, I know what it was. I stick to a 1,200-calorie diet, and Robin starves herself. Starve. That's the word he totally, he's like, at least yeah. you don't have your yourself like your friend Robin. <laughs> <laughs> he just totally, like, dips out there for yeah. a second. Like, yeah, there's a frequency. I was like, it's like, what do I yeah. do? And, and, you know, don't, and, and you know what's amazing? I mean, for 175 bucks, he should have said to himself, <laughs> you know what? I kind of botched the word started. I'm going to either, I'm going to go back and record Starve. this again. I'll reread that. <laughs> No. You gonna, read 12,000 calories. I you don't tell yourself like you think You know, last year um, mm-hmm. I gave, I, I know the cat names are good because I know he'll mess them up. So like last year I gave him um, uh, yeah, play. Yoda and Grogu and he was like, your cats yodel and Gargoo. Gargoo. Great Gargoo. I'll play it. Hello, how y'all doing? Hi, Howard. I hope you're doing well and staying safe. Howard, I hear that you're watching the diet and following the diet and doing portion control, even though you like eggplant parm, 
You throw away half of it and you do your own part. So I'm proud of you for that. Keep it up. So you stay healthy and take care of yourself. But Howard, I'm here to wish you happy holiday and happy new year on behalf of Chris. And he wants to wish you and your family and especially your cats, Rago and Yoda, happy holiday and happy new year. And hopefully this new year will be one of the best you ever had. And next year will be an awesome year for you. So Howard, take care of yourself and have a wonderful, happy new year. Bye, Howard. Bye, Chris. Y'all take care. Y'all take care. Your cast, uh, Netflix and Roku. Uh, You love them. (laughs) Drago and Rocky. Yenta and Goku. It's Drago from the Rocky book. And it's like he runs out of like steam. He's just so tired. He's like, he seemed to come in at the end of the day. So my guess is, you know, he spent all day sucking fat out of fat people and yelling at them. And then it's like, okay, I got, I got 10 minutes before I go home. Let's, let's bang these out. That That's the vibe I get. Yeah, I like, I like that he's someone. Yeah, surgeon. I've seen how he uh, <laughs> sucks that fat out of people. He's just be tired. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of Even work. Even how y'all doing's like, oh, let's get hello, y'all doing. By the way, do you write the part? Hey, this is Doctor Now. How y'all doing? No, or does that he, that he, that's you don't his waste time little. on that. Yeah, I did yeah. write peace and love, and he's like, and the peace and the love, and then did yeah, for years. <laughs> no, well, I could have written that. Could have been like, like Howard. I hear you collect Nazi memorabilia. You have a signed <laughs> copy of a Mein Kampf and uh, your cat. It's a Himmler, uh, Goring, and Goebbels. I hope they're well. You want to hear? Uh, you want to hear from Marianne from Brooklyn, who is angry that you stole oh, her she, idea. She stole. She says he stole this from her. I didn't steal yeah. you, bitch. <laughs> Marianne, go ahead. We'll let you uh, yell at Chris. Thank go you, ahead. Howard. Howard, happy birthday! But once again, you, you forgot that I was the original doctor. Now, but guess what? I didn't I forget. I, said I did one better on him. I got Tammy Slayton, but she's been sick. You know who Tammy is. Yep, Tammy, Tammy from uh, Thousand Pound Sisters. Right. That's right. And I paid for her to wish you a happy birthday, <laughs> but she had some health issues. So you know what, Chris? You're a fucking loser. I think I'm a fucking <laughs> you're, you're paying for sick, obese now. ladies to live in messages. Tammy? You didn't think again, Tammy. I did I Tammy, Tammy, but she was happy. Chris, Chris you know Tammy. what you ought to do? Chris, you ought to, next year you ought to get me a Tammy recorded message. Yeah, just, no, I'm gonna kid, I'm, I'm gonna kidnap Doctor now and bring him to your house. Howard, I put in for it already, but he'll copy me. He'll copy everything I do because he doesn't have an original thought in his. Oh my and god! She had to get her leg removed, and then she'll be there with the message. Marianne, did you write the message you wanted them to read? Oh, oh, she he always ripped you off. They only. They only rob and give you a certain amount of, uh, you know, characters that you could put mm-hmm. into a tart. And pl- Jason, pull my, JD, who pulls the fucking doctor now that Marion did? <laughs> God, Howard, so I'm going to go down as your most loyal, devoted fan. And this cock. You know what? You know what? You know what? You get You're such a Karen. <laughs> when did you become the world's You're biggest Karen? You know what you, you want to do? Thousand pound sister. I don't want her. 
You know what you should do, Chris? You should pay Dr. Now. You should pay Dr. Now to tell Marianne to, like, screw off and then send Marianne the message. Listen, yeah, you're a bitch and you should not be using Timmy this way. Why don't you shut your mouth? I love him. I love him. You defend me. You have a big mouth. Why do I love Chris so much? With that mouth on you, you big fat rubber. I'll answer your question. I'll answer. There's something about me, man, that really oh. sets her off. Here's Marianne's really doctor. Sets her off. Here's Marianne's doctor. Howard, now, Hi, Howard. I hope you're doing well and staying safe. I have a message booked by love, Marianne from Brooklyn. She <laughs> says, over 35 years, you have been a staple in our life. <laughs> you kept us sane during this pandemic. 41 days to Sirius XM contract, and your <laughs> fans are praying that you will stay just a little bit longer. Please, please stay that you will. And <laughs> oh that's all she needs. And Howard, uh, if you stay another five years, I'll send you a copy of my book. Howard, best of luck to you. And I think if you stay, your fan will be delighted. Bye, Howard. Take wow, care. That's good, too. Never I like got his the music. Look, I like his musicality in that one. Like, right, but, your fan, you got it. I will send you a book. And, 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 <laughs> but it just goes to show you, you can put anything in his mouth. It comes out funny. Yeah, he's <laughs> oh, funny. totally. Yeah. <laughs> Like I was going to say, Chris writes these funny scripts for Dr. Now, but turns out Marianne does, too. It just doesn't matter. <laughs> you can write <laughs> you know? him anything. Yeah. I, I, I got to push it farther next year. Like, I, your friend Chris, tell me you're the architect behind the 9-11. You killed thousands <laughs> of people <laughs> yeah. many years ago. That's very good. Good for you. I hope you're staying safe. Didn't we do a bit? I can't remember if we did this on the air or we were talking about doing it. But we wanted to play a game to see how far celebrities will go and what they'll read. Didn't we do something like that? Something like that happened. I think we tried it and they read such <laughs> such horrific things that I think yeah. we felt weird about. <laughs> like I, I think we turned it into a game. Do you think they'll read it or do you think they'll not? I know what it was. We did it, what? but there was uh -huh. an issue with consent. In other ah. words, it was like a whole thing. But like we did this bit where we sent all kinds of fucked up scripts to people on Cameo. And I think they read most of they it. They read every, yeah, pretty much every everyone. From what I remember. And it's a great <laughs> bit. I remember going, oh, I can't wait to go on the air with this. And then there was some sort of legal issue. Yeah, all of a sudden people started thinking. Yeah. So funny. Dear, dear Howard, I hear you like to hunt and kill homeless people. You drink <laughs> the blood of the young runaway for sustenance. That's very good. You stick a 1200 calorie diet <laughs> and you don't sell it. You don't sell it. Sell it yourself like your friend Robin. <laughs> your friend Robin, yeah. Your friend Robin. <laughs> Robin. That's <laughs> so great. Uh, oh, by the way, Chris, uh, there's a yeah. woman on the phone. Not, um, mm. not Marianne from Brooklyn, but Anne Marie. This is oh, Anne Marie yeah. from Queens and she yeah, yeah, hates you. Oh, dear. And she loves Marianne. Yes, I go bet ahead, she man. Does. There we go. Chris wants to be Marianne. There's only one Marianne. I heard Chris dresses like Marianne at night and pretends to be her. He's 
sick how was pull the tape. Marianne did it first. Marianne did the thoughts and now impression first, Howard. Chuck is funny, Howard. I'm telling you, Chris is a cop. Wow. Howard, who are I All right. There I've never you denied go. Uh, being a cocksucker. I quite enjoy that activity. So jokes <laughs> on you, Anne Marie and Marianne. I uh, actually was thinking of you this week and um mm. uh, some um uh, one of my <laughs> gay <like> friends <laughs> No, one of my gay one of my gay friends came over and he's single, recently single, yes. and he said, "Do you know any great guys?" And I said, "I actually do know a great guy who's gay and uh single." Did you but, really do uh, that? Yeah. But because um, I know, I don't. I wonder if it's the same guy Ralph knows. Because Ralph knows yes, this guy, and Ralph, Ralph and you won't know what he let does? you meet him. Ralph, he dangles Ralph. this guy over my head. He shows me pictures of the guy. Oh. He goes, "You'd be, he'd be a great guy for you." And then the last minute, he goes, "Ah, you know what? I'm second time. I didn't think, I know I'm not going to get involved." Well, I was going to cool. tell you. That's exactly what it was. I go, um, Ralph was over my house with this guy, and. Yeah. Um, I said to Ralph, you know, cause, cause this guy said to me, Hey, do you know anyone? Cause he, he was in a long time relationship and blah, blah. I said, I do know yeah. someone really funny and great. And, uh, Ralph goes, Oh no, 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 no. And oh, I went, he Uh oh, right he's in. fucking cock blocking me. What yeah. is that? He, he, he has, he, I don't think he wants I to think, share you. Yeah. That's I think he doesn't really want nasty. you in a respect. A relationship. He wants you alone, so he has yep. you all to himself. It's yep. a great expectation, isn't it? The plot to Great Expectations. Yes, yep. yes. That's he's like the old lady in Great Expectations. That's horrible. It's great gay expectations. <laughs> <laughs> no expectations. <laughs> gay expectations. I'm you know, it's so you. funny, yeah. Howard. I think about that every once in a while, and in the back of my mind, I do have that thought: like, does Ralph not want me to be with somebody? And that's really kind of fucked up. Well, yeah. take it up with him. But you can supersede in that relationship, right? Like, you can say, Chris can be with this guy. Like, Ralph can't supersede you that way. I, I'm all for you meeting this guy. I think you'd hit it off. I, I don't know if he's your type or not. I don't, you know, I don't I've know how all pictures. that works. He's my type. Oh, okay. Well, there it no, is. In fact, he's my type. He's I'd a go great out with guy. Him tomorrow. He's yeah. a great guy. One of my favorite people. But, uh, that's why Ralph, this is why See, Ralph yeah, doesn't want yeah. the dynamic. Yeah. Ralph doesn't want me off the market. This is, this is there's, very, this is very interesting what you're telling me, actually. There's a lot no. of reasons Ralph wouldn't want this to happen. I mean, I know Ralph is Ralph. fully, yeah. I think, you know, listen, we all know Ralph is 100% heterosexual. Oh, but he's you would like almost, Wayne. right, but you would almost swear that he's in love with you and doesn't <laughs> want to share you with anyone. But, but again, he's heterosexual, so I don't know. That can't be it. It can't well, be it. What I'm thinking, Howard, if this guy has a social relationship with you and he hooks up with Chris, then all of a sudden Chris has more of a relationship with you than Ralph does as well. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have Chris That's and this guy over thing. to the house for uh, dinner. Ralph can't and, uh, even come to the house. No. Right. <laughs> See, if Ralph's dating me, maybe then Ralph can come to the house. Right. No, That's you'll right. get... Uh, you banned from the house if you hook up with well, Ralph. Oh, well, that's why it's not <laughs> Anyway, happening. thank you for the cameo. You're I appreciate very welcome. And I you like stay Dr. safe now. and you yep. peace and love for the holiday. And your cat, doggle, yellow, and the naughty <laughs> puppy and pebble. Thank you. Uh, Poopy pebble. 
They're not the. It's three cats. It's, it's not the yeah, poopy and the pebble. There's yeah. one three different there. cats. There's poopy and there's naughty and then there's pebble. And the yeah, well, cacamelon, cacamelon. Beth calls our cat pebble, naughty poopy pebble. And Chris picked up on that, and Dr. Now completely mangled it. <laughs> Those videos of, so her, of her uh, cutting Pebbles' uh, fingernails are, like, really hard to watch, because that cat is pretty wild. Beth is unbelievable with cats. There's a, a If you go to my wife's Instagram, and please go to my wife's Instagram. Mm. But... Um, Go 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 to my wife's Instagram. There's a there's a uh, there's a video of uh, of her cutting pebbles nails to show people how to do it. And uh, if you're a cat person, and it is mind blowing because the cat puts up so much, um, makes so hissing. many noises, hissing yeah. everything, and Beth doesn't even care. Like she just goes and plows ahead and does it. Oh yeah, she goes. Here's how you do it. No no no, I'm not taking any of your crap today. And she just does it like very simply. Right. But that. I mean, that cat looks aggressive. It's scary oh to watch. Yeah, yeah. No, she's amazing with animals. Really truth. Um, okay. Anyway, uh, thank you, Chris. Wow. Wow, I've wow, forgotten wow. that, Marianne. This is, you know, every year at this time, you, uh, uh, you know, congratulate Chris for getting you the Dr. Now cameo. And... Marianne stays angry with him for most of the year. And then right at the <laughs> yeah. end of the year, there's a reconciliation. And then it starts up all over again when Chris gets you another doctor now. Now she'll yeah. be angry with him for eight months. Yeah, it's fascinating, isn't it? <laughs> Mike from Florida, you're on the air. Hey, now, thank you for never retiring. I appreciate it. Um, I know, I got it. By the way, can hey I just now. say something to that point? Hold your thought for one minute. Never I got to retire. I, I, I bum out on Sundays that I got to come to work. I, I I got three years left. That's going to be it. Then I'm going to say adios. It's enough. Uh, I don't want to. It's, it's enough. Right, Robin? Yeah, but Howard, uh, I got to figure. Yeah. Downstairs is terrible, isn't it? What? The commute from upstairs to the downstairs to the basement is is just hectic, <laughs> isn't it, every day? Yeah, you sound like my wife. My wife goes, you're going to keep working after three years because... You just got to walk downstairs. And I go, yeah, well, that's not the issue. But yeah, I'll probably, you know what? I'll probably end up working until I drop dead because I don't know what to do with myself anyway. I think I know what to do with myself. But it's really weird. When I'm off the air for like two weeks, I start to get weird. I get depressed. I don't have an audience. And I start to dream up cockamamie things like I was going to go public with my Instagram over my last two week oh, um, yes, vacation right. because right. I was like, hey, I know what I could do on Instagram. I'll do this. I'll do that. I'll do I had all these ideas for Instagram. And then I realized this is because I'm off for two weeks. I just got to get back on the air. <laughs> now I don't have any time for Instagram. But now, uh, do you miss uh, do you miss Marianne's uh, sewer mouth? She needs doctor now. I mean, maybe Chris is a cocksucker, but it's a nice way to say it, isn't there? I mean, she is brutal today. What's going Marianne, on? Marianne loves me so much that she gets <laughs> jealous of uh, anyone taking anything that uh, she does. And, uh, you know, I understand. She's just very, she's, she even like, she's happily married and she's a very attractive woman, by the way. She's even said she would fuck me if I asked her to. Like, she would. She loves me that much. 
I think Chris what would, would she fuck sound you. Like when she's coming, though. <laughs> what, Mike? Ah! Yeah. All right. Thank you, Mike. Mike says uh, Marianne's you. language is a little bit vulgar for him, for his taste. Well, I agree with Chris. If somebody refers to you as, you know, what you actually are, where is the offense? Hey, Joe, where are you going with that gun in your hand? <laughs> this is Joe Howard? from New York. Yeah. Hey, now. Holy crap. First time caller. First time. Big, huge fan. Thank you. I was calling. I was calling to find out if you do a dial a date for your friend. For what friend? What friend? Your gay friend. Oh, no. I mean, he oh, was just... would you like to know him too? <laughs> why not? I'm 56. I'm single, and why not? He's a good guy. He actually is just a lovely guy, and uh, I was thinking I'd set him up with Chris, but Ralph <laughs> says no. Ralph says uh, don't do it. Why does Ralph get to say? Yeah, Ralph, there's other no. good people in the world. Why not set him up with a good guy right here? Ra I think Ralph would be insanely jealous if Chris ended up with this guy. It would be too much for him. I don't think he can handle it. <laughs> so you have to... Because Ralph can't come out of the closet. Yeah. You have just to think... stand in the way of Chris's happiness to save Ralph. Yeah, I think so. Like, <laughs> uh, you know, I could see these two guys hitting it off, but what do I know? Uh, what do I know? But... Um, I just I just know this guy for years. He's the loveliest guy on the planet. I like Chris a lot, and uh, I figured, okay, I'll make a shidduch. That's <laughs> Italian for a relationship, you know. But uh, what am I going to tell you? Hey, uh, but I'll let Ralph call the shot. Where is, is he that? More Yenta? Ralph's friend than your friend, or what? <laughs> we're, we're both friendly with him. I wouldn't say one is more than the yeah. Maybe Ralph, you know. I was suggesting that Ralph go off with this guy and have a, a night in a hotel together. And, uh, <laughs> but then Ralph, but he's heterosexual. He's heterosexual. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Um. Yeah. So I told you about Pornhub. Oh, this is you interesting. tried anyway. Aria was very hard to understand. We need her with with uh, subtitles. I was curious, what is uh, jack-off videos? And this is where, listen to this. They say, according to Pornhub, baby boomers. That's you. Uh, that Baby boomers enjoy handjob videos. And that, uh, but there's, oh, there's something called jerk-off instruction videos. And Ooh. I've never seen one of those. And where it, what it is is the woman comes on, an attractive woman, and she tells you how to jerk off. And I have never seen a porn like this. I'm not interested in porn like that. It's too bossy. And it's like, my God. And then she's telling, she's yelling at you. It's kind of like a domination thing. Like, hurry uh -huh. up and jerk off. And I'm like, well, why should I hurry up and jerk off? What, what's the, what's the rush for you, honey? I mean, yeah, okay. My wife's in the next room. Are I got to hide. But, here? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, uh, the woman tells you how to stroke your cock and counts you down to come at a specific time. Huh. JD and I were talking about this. I said, do you like that? He goes, no. He goes, it's too much pressure. <laughs> Stressful. And he's right. You're right. It gives you anxiety. <laughs> like I have, I get, I have enough anxiety already. Now I gotta worry about coming right at the right time. Like I don't want to do that. Well, yeah, let's, come, let's, it's my time. 
I'm with you. Let's, uh, I got enough trouble coming two days in a row. So, uh, <laughs> I don't need her yelling at me. Here you go. Okay, now we need to hurry the fuck up. So I'm going to count down from 10. And when I get to one, you better fucking come. I know you're trying so hard not to. Okay, are you ready? I want you to start off slow. Slow it down a little bit. 10. <laughs> Keep going. Don't stop. 9. 8. Keep going. 7. 6. Don't stop. Five. Okay, now I want you to go faster. Four. Hurry up. <laughs> I want you to go really fast and stroke yourself just how you like it. Three. <laughs> Keep going. We're so close. Two. I want you to come when I tell you to, okay? Yes. One. I want you to fucking come for me. Yeah, but that feels so good for you. Come for me. <laughs> Give me all your cum. <laughs> all right. So now like tea, we can act Not even a teaspoon. Right? You're not going to be fucking weird anymore and stare at me. We're going to go back out to the party and you're going to act like nothing ever happened, okay? It's like, you know what it reminded me of? It's like in those movies where you where the guy has the stress of dismantling a bomb and the thing is counting oh, down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The hurt there's a yeah. countdown clock. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. There's always, there's always a clock, you know. <laughs> they, they, no one makes a bomb anymore without that stupid clock. And, <laughs> it, it, and the hero, Tom Cruise, comes in and goes, oh, it's always 30 seconds left. You never get right. 10 minutes. Or 30 three seconds. seconds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, wire. Hurry up, 10, 9, 8, 7. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> And you feel like a failure if you don't come for her. What's the deal? The premise is you're at a party and you're staring at her and she goes, look, why don't you just come into a room? And then does she yeah. get naked? Uh, she's fully nude, right? When you're, she's telling with, you to jerk off. With, with this one, she, I think she just got topless. But yeah, she was like, I think the title's like bratty. Uh, I forget the girl's name. I think it's Lydia Love or something, but it's like bratty girl at party. Let's you jerk off to her or something like that. Because yes, the premise is you're at a party with this girl and you can't stop staring at her. So she's like, fuck it. You know, let's go into this room, get this over with, come, and then we can go enjoy the party afterwards. So that must be it's, a thing. And you see the guy. It's not no, just her giving these instructions. No, but. with the, with these jerk off instruction videos, a lot of them are, uh, the girls just like, you know, touching talking to you. Sort of. Yeah, they're just talking. It's very POV. Uh, there's no actual, okay. and the girls. There's no not, actual guy, and yeah. the girls not even like your stepmom or anything. Well, listen, that can be a one. That, that can uh, yeah. be one. I would like that. There's plenty of stepmom jerk off instructor videos. I'm sure. <laughs> Howard, I saw you staring at my tits. <laughs> I'm your stepmother. For, yeah, now your father's out of town. Now I tell you what, let's just get that. Let's get that evil juice out of you, and <laughs> so you'll stop staring at my tits, and I can get back to making dinner. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, mom. Yep. Once they establish in these videos that it's your stepmom, then the guy starts calling her mom. You know, it's like, you know, which is cool. Like, you know, hey, yeah, it's a workaround. <laughs> Hi, mommy. <laughs> you know, it's weird. Whenever Fred, who works, you know, with us, whenever um, he jerks me off, he always counts me down and it drives me nuts. And now I feel brave <laughs> enough to tell him. You don't like that. No. Stop it. <laughs>
10, 9, 8, hurry up, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Ah, get that evil juice out of your pouch. <laughs> uh, yeah, so people like jerk-off videos. All right, here's a question for you, Robin. Yeah. What holiday causes the biggest dip in porn viewership? Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, or New Year's Eve? Oh, I think it through. I'm going to say It's Christmas very logical. Day. Meaning that people are busy with family and gifts and yeah, they don't feel like jerking off. The full of people. You don't have any place uh, to go to get privacy for yourself and people are there all day. And it's also a religious time of year, so you feel bad that Jesus can see you jerking off. Religion has nothing to do with it. No. Well, actually, you're wrong, but it's logical what you said. But think about this. The, the holiday that causes the biggest dip in porn viewership is New Year's Eve. Oh, and you people say, are out trying to get it for real. A real girl. Yeah, get a real girl. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I can see that. I thought you answered a little quickly i thought i wanted you to really yeah think i didn't through. really think about it i just thought a house full of people yeah where are you gonna go uh, uh, people the, are finding a way the number one search category across the site is reality reality what does that mean i don't even know i think it's like <laughs> like real scenarios you know what i mean like i don't know JD's an expert. What is reality, JD? Yeah, I think it means like sort of uh, like a reality show, like uh, right. almost kind of like uh, real estate porn. Well, maybe not real estate porn. There's a story with that, like pawn shop porn, or uh, or maybe tax. like when the girl gets into a taxi cab and she fake can't tax. pay for it. Okay, yes, gotcha. That's, that's, but that's... it's not reality. It's still fake. Well, well listen, yeah, it's pretend <laughs> reality, which, which is ridiculous. But anyway, <laughs> belief, all right. But here they, they print out a map of states and the number one, this is um, like, this is really interesting, actually. Like, for example, Dominican porn, porn with Dominicans okay. was more popular in New York than in any other state. Okay, but we have a B large Dominican rip-up uh, population. But BBC, Big Black Cock, was the top search in Florida. Well, I don't know what those people in Florida are up to. <laughs> like, this is weird. Like, you know, on the license plate, they, they, they like in New Hampshire, it's like, you know, give me liberty or give me death or whatever the fuck it is. You know, the freedom yeah. state or whatever. The, you know, the states all have names. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know what New York's is. What is it? Like the Big Apple or Garden uh, State or something? Or? No, Garden, Garden State, State is New, New Jersey. Jersey. Oh, whatever. What is Empire New State. York? Empire, Empire State. Empire State. Yeah. Michigan. The most searched phrase in Michigan was sucking dick. Like on the license plate, you should say the sucking dick state. <laughs> this is weird. Like here. I don't know. You know what? I, I'm not good at reading Michigan. a map. Like, like Texas has the word panties on it. In other words, panty is the biggest search in panties. Texas. Panties. <laughs> panties. Isn't that what pegging? What is this? Is this like Michigan or what's all the way up in the upper right of the map? I think that's Wisconsin. Wisconsin is there? I don't know the map. I'm I'm embarrassed. But Wisconsin <laughs> isn't to the right, is it? Well, it's sort of in the middle. What Wisconsin is the pegging state. Wisconsin is the pegging state. <laughs> yeah, 
Florida is big black cock. I'll pick the states I know. You know what I mean? There's New York. That's Dominican. <laughs> yeah, don't What's this one? Yourself. What state was hairy pussy? Hairy pussy. That's <laughs> That looks to me like Pennsylvania. <laughs> you know? Wow. Yeah. Imagine the license plate in Pennsylvania. Pussy the hairy awesome. pussy is the greatest. Yeah, but what about hairy pussy? <laughs> Isn't that weird? Like, uh, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> oh, California is Asian. They like Asian porn. So fucking weird. Like, there's like this is really incredible research that. What do they do with this research? I wish that woman would come back and tell us what you... No, no, never mind. It's too, it's too much of a <laughs> callback. Embarrass the country with it. Yeah. Embarrass the country. <laughs> um, uh, here at our Who's door that? is Andrew Dice Clay. He, he does oh. not like jerk-off instruction videos. Go ahead, Dice. Fucking jerk off instruction videos. Are you fucking kidding me? You, you know, don't like it. What, what are they going to fucking do next, huh? They're going to fucking tell me how to mop up my jizz after I'm done blowing my load. I don't need a fucking stopwatch. I need a mouth to suck my prick. Oh! All right, Dice. Thank you. All right, Dice coming <laughs> out again. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if you got time for counting, you got time for. Oh! All right, guys. Well, there you go. You go. You go home now and do your thing. All right, there you go. What else did I want to tell? Well, Jesus, eight thirty-seven already. I got so much to get to. Uh, all right. Oh, you see who died? I love this kid. Well, I used to watch you the were TV an show. I was a big eight is enough fan. I was very attracted to the mom. When I was a little kid, I would watch eight is enough. And uh, I wasn't that little. I was, I, I think I was a teenager when I watched eight is enough. I, I forget how old I was. Maybe I was in college. Maybe you I was already been on the radio. <laughs> I might have already had a career and been a grown man, but I, I always liked Betty Buckley who played the mom oh, on uh, eight is enough. I forgot who played the mom. And the dad was, uh, Vince oh, Van Patten. There you go. Vince Van Patten. No, not Vince. Was his name Vince? Vince Van Patten? Is that it? Yeah. It was no, that's Dick Van Patten. Dick Van Patten. Oh, Vince was there his son? Is. Dick Van yeah. Patten. Dick Van Patten was the dad. And Dick! It was this TV show where Dick Van Patten met a woman. She had kids, I think. They didn't, didn't they marry each other, but they had their own set of kids, kind of like the Brady Bunch? Correct. Yeah, but it was a serious... It wasn't a comedy. It was like... More of a serious show. And the littlest kid was Adam Rich, who was this cute little boy, but he died. He was only 54. They they said in his uh, in the article I was reading that he had some drug problems, I guess, uh, once he stopped being a child actor. You know, a lot of these child actors freak out. It's kind of sad. Uh, I guess they have success so early on, and they're so pampered, and... Maybe it's the family taking away their childhood. I don't know what the fuck happens, but a lot of them need a lot of serious help. Like um, like Neil Patrick Harris is well-adjusted. He was, yeah. you know, a child actor, and then he, he was Doogie Howser, and then he went on to act and have a pretty normal life, but a successful life. But there used to be this guy Not on the Don... Not all Donna of them are as successful as adults. That's part of the problem. 
I remember there was a uh, an actor named Paul Peterson. He was on the Donna Reed show back in the 50s or 60s. And he started a whole support group for child actors because so many of them get all fucked in the head from being on TV really young. Which is crazy. I I think it would have saved my life if I could have been on TV early on. Well, Jay North, who mm. was uh, Dennis, Dennis the Menace. Dennis the Menace. He won't even talk about it. He doesn't want to, you know, he won't give an interview. He just won't leave me alone. Get away from me. <laughs> I just want to ask you about Dennis the Menace. Shut up. <laughs> you fuck. Didn't we have uh, Paul Peterson and Dennis the Menace on? I think yes. we did. <laughs> yes. I thought it was fun. Paul was, um, Paul was like, <clears throat> this is back in the 80s. He was really into smoking pot and talking about it, which was a big deal at the time. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Excuse me. Sneezing. Hold on. Oh, man. Anyway. But Dennis, the menace, uh, Jay North, he wasn't so happy to be there, I don't think. Adam Rich was a TV star at eight years old because of eight is enough. It says here he had been sober for the last eight years. He had gone to Betty Ford and done treatment for many years. So I guess he had some real problems. But I was sad. Yeah. I was sad to see the guy had such a tough life. He was so cute. And I think he was one of those little child star actors that I don't know if it was a medical issue or something, but he only grew to be about five foot four. Like, I think he had like short legs. Mm. I think. Do I have that right? I think I remember reading a tabloid that he didn't grow much. So, you know, that's like that kid. What's his name? Gary Coleman or. Well, Gary Coleman had, you know, a kidney problem. You kidney know, he issue, had to yeah. have a kidney, kidney transplant. He had a couple of them, I think. And, you know, all steroids and all that stuff that they have to give you could stunt your growth. Yeah. Tiny, the one that uh, I don't understand is Emmanuel Lewis, who never grew up. I don't know what was that all about. I think that's a thing where these kids are so successful when they're little, they just force themselves to stay tiny <laughs> so that they can continue acting the, then they start shaving i know yeah. that i you know I, I ran into this station on series that plays these old radio shows and before television these guys could be in their 40s and still playing a kid if their voice didn't change yeah i read about this um what they do is they um you take your kid and you have them sleep in a box so they don't grow <laughs> <laughs> they only grow, they're like bonsai trees. They only grow to a certain height, and then you can keep them acting for a really long time as children. Uh, the fuck is this? I got a what cord on the floor. I caught my foot. Uh, all right. Anyway, uh, here's Brian, who says he had penis surgery recently. Wants to talk about it. Brian in Ohio, go ahead. Tell me your story, please. Hey Howard, uh, I'm so fucked up. First, thank you for what you do on the radio, you get me through my days. I called a couple, I called a couple years ago. I just broke my dick. I'm blind. And, mm. and Robin mentioned about flip who pumped his dick up. So anyway, after, wait, I, wait, 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 let me, let me, let me rein yeah. you in a bit, Brian. Uh, let me help you. All right. You're a blind man. How did you break your dick? Did you uh, walk into a wall or something? That's exactly what you said to me when I called. And huh. no, no, I was coming in and out of my wife, and my dick's not very big, and it just hit. It hit the taint or whatever, and then the next time we had sex, my dick was like a boomerang. It was well, maybe I brought this up before, but do you ever think because you're blind, your wife's sick of having sex with you, and she told you she was the wall, and then you just walked into it thinking it was her? 
I think you did say that, actually. Yeah, I think I did say that. I think, <laughs> Are you going to repeat everything you said? I mean, I don't time? know. I don't remember when this I'm guy called day. in, but I think my mind hasn't matured at all. I'm having the same thoughts. I, I'm having deja vu right now. Well, so your dick was broken, and um, what happened? Well, let's get on so, with this. Okay, so when I was able to have sex again, about 12 weeks later, um, my my wife's a teacher and my son's in school, so I thought. And I, my eye problem is retinitis pigmentosa, so I can't see the best. I have little vision. So I'm you know, testing this thing out, and my son didn't go to school, and I didn't know this. So I have the audio up because I can hear it better than I can see it, and my son busts me whacking off. So that put a big strain in my marriage. Jesus. How old was your son? <laughs> 16. Oh. Yeah. 16. Oh, that's embarrassing. Yeah, it was, it was way better. It's like, now, I know you're blind, and I don't mean to make but did you accidentally fuck your son because you thought it was your wife? <laughs> no. 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 Uh, uh, Brian, you know what? I don't know where we're going with this, but life is tough. Life is tough. I feel for you, pal. And, well, um, I have a lot well, of issues like you do with your dad. And yeah, 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 but, 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 okay, uh, Brian, I got to go. What about okay, the gotta, surgery? Yeah, I, I mean, thought I'm it was like, a surgery on your penis we were supposed to be talking about. Yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. That, like, well, yeah, I had the surgery, but I, it, it's all fucked up. Like, I don't even have sex anymore. I'm only 50. You know, here's a guy who doesn't have his vision. He's good. Life is hard enough. Now his penis is all fucked up because he keeps fucking his wife. I, uh, in other words, you broke the penis. They put it back together. And now you don't have sex at all. Yeah, it's, it's worth It's like I'm in the whack pack without being in the fucking whack pack. I can't even. All right. All right, I Brian, I got to go. Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry. To I hear don't my understand. Dick Does his dick work or not? No, it doesn't. I it don't doesn't. understand what kind of, I, I mean, why not go to a doctor and see? <laughs> All right. No, uh, he calls us. <laughs> <laughs> call. I'd call every surgeon in the country, not us. <laughs> All right, Brian, you All go right, have thanks. a good day. All right. Thank thanks, you. Robert. You see, you think you have problems. <laughs> I know. You, you know, I, I probably hung up on him two years ago, and now I'm hanging up on him again. Poor guy. Keeps calling in every couple of years. But we're going to hear from him in two years. He's going to say, Howard, I broke my dick, and I'm going to go, oh, did you walk into a wall? <laughs> I'm blind. I broke my dick. Right. Crazy. I saw, I, um, you know, I have a rule in my house. I tell my wife, I said, listen, my, I used to get Google alerts whenever somebody mentioned me or there was a newspaper article. And I'd realize most of the stuff you read is negative. You know, it's like some shit. So I stopped. I don't get Google alerts on my own mm -hmm. name anymore. But unbeknownst to me, my wife was getting Google alerts. She's still getting them. She likes to see what people are saying about me. I said to her, this was a bunch of years ago. I said to her. Honey, I love you, but when I'm not on the radio, I have done a pretty good job of blocking out all the trolls and all the negativity. Because, I mean, why do I want, I mean, who knows? Maybe they're right. Maybe I suck. Maybe I'm a douche. Uh, maybe I'm disgusting. You know, there's a lot of people who don't like me. Whether they, you know, whether they don't think I'm funny or they're jealous of my success or whatever it is or or they're writing in the newspaper to try to get clicks. You know what I mean? Right. So, you know, I don't know what the agenda is. 
but I don't want to hear about it. And so the rule in my house is if you're here, don't don't tell me anything. You know. So uh, we're sitting around on uh, the weekend. It was Saturday after we came back from seeing my mom. And I always need time to decompress. <laughs> well, first of all, it, t- it takes up my whole day. And, uh, you know, I got, it's my weekend. I never imagined when I was a kid my weekend would be driving to my mom and taking care of her. But uh, yeah, that's the position I'm in, you know. But thank God my dick works. Anyway, <laughs> I uh, so my wife goes, uh, there's a Google alert about you. Oh. I said, I didn't even know you were still on that. She goes, I know you told me not to tell you anything, but I, you got to hear this one. I go, no, I don't. I don't want to hear it. I don't know what it is. I'll deal with it on Monday when I'm at work. This or is maybe on even the weekend? On, on the weekend. I go, honey. What is, so now I'm like all fucked in the head. I go, what is it? So it was uh, ex-President Trump was saying that um, I, on his Truth Social, which is his social network that, of course, is a yeah. failure like everything else in his business life. He goes, uh, Howard Stern sucks. And uh-huh. he said, um, he used to be really good when he liked me. I mean, think about the logic of this. <laughs> I mean, it is so stupid. I can't even. He goes, but that's his logic. Yeah, yeah. He really believes it. He goes, he used to be really good when he liked me, but then he endorsed Crooked Hillary. He's still with the crooked Hillary. I mean, he's got no shame. I mean, imagine you're still calling her crooked Hillary when you've got all kinds of charges that are going to possibly be pending about your tax returns, the January 6th insurrection, being a traitor. All these documents taken that weren't supposed to be taken. Yeah. I mean, all of, I don't know what's going to happen with all of that, but Jesus Christ. I mean, there's talk about, you know, saying the election was fixed and having every court in the land tell you that it wasn't I mean, anyway he goes he used to be good but once he endorsed crooked hillary the show got really lame <laughs> i was like oh my god so i said i said to my wife why is that important for me to know like why did i have to know that she goes well i thought you'd want to know the guy was the president of the united states i said so what i mean but but she felt i should know it so then i got like I go, you get, you know, I started going, that, that's outrageous. It's outrageously dumb. I mean, I might <laughs> suck, but I, I suck because I, I endorse crooked Hillary. Yeah. The moment you turned, the, you jumped the shark. We can tell yeah. it was when you endorsed <laughs> yeah. Hillary. So funny. Anyway, I had a good laugh. She goes, you're glad I told you, right? I go, well, yeah, I guess that one. But for the most part, I don't want to know that. That is pretty newsworthy. I thought it was pretty good, you know, that that's when I started to suck. <laughs> I guess I'm not as good as um, Chachi from Joni Loves Chachi. Doesn't Scott Baio support uh, Donald? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. I actually was watching the um, Kennedy Center Honors and I was kind of blown out by that. Like for four years, there was no Kennedy Center Honors because no one wanted to sit with Trump. Nobody <laughs> you know wanted what I mean? to get an honor from him. The only one who got an honor was Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. Which was really weird. Because, I mean, you gave, they gave him the Freedom Medal of Honor. <laughs> Rush Limbaugh. And he was so proud, Rush Limbaugh. Like, he had, he was all puffed up. 
And, you know, I don't think he, he really cared. I think he he knew that this meant nothing. You think? <laughs> you know, Rush wasn't dumb. You know, he was uh, getting <laughs> yeah. it from the the most unpopular president ever. It wasn't like it was a unanimous yes. Isn't that great? Rush yeah. got the Medal of Freedom. No, it was like you're talking to the same people you always talk to because nobody cared outside of that camp. Yeah, it was kind of an empty. Award. Yeah, it was an empty gesture. I was fascinated with a um, couple of things this weekend. There, there was one thing was uh, you know I follow Oprah, and I think I'm in <laughs> love with Oprah. Oprah. I, I know, I know. I don't under. I'm like, why is he? I sometimes think this to myself at home. Why is he obsessed with Oprah? Excuse me, for I'll answer. I'll answer your question in a minute. But oh, look who it is! It's the Google alert. Google alert. <laughs> Google alert. Google alert. Howard is a douche. Beep, boop. Google alert. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. I, thank you for that Google alert. Never get you know if you have any kind of success in life, never get a Google alert because it's never good. Close the door before I could hear another one. Um, <laughs> why am I obsessed with Oprah? Well, yes. I don't know exactly. Like, I think I like, like I get annoyed by her. Um, she's doing a thing now. First of all, Oprah looks fantastic. She's thin. She really did it. She got herself yeah. thin. Yeah, which I never thought would happen. <laughs> And uh, I don't know when it happened because I was watching fat videos. Like I was like like a couple of months ago, I was like, Jesus Christ, Oprah, you're the head of Weight Watchers and you're wearing white pants and the thighs and the belly and the L. I mean, unbelievable. And now, like a couple of months later, I don't know what happened. I blinked and Oprah's skinny. She's a, she's a shapeshifter. <laughs> so. The, it, the, the whole relationship between Gail King and Oprah is so fascinating to watch. You got to follow her on Instagram like I do. So no, the whole you don't. big thing is, I'm going to yeah. tell you, you don't have to. You do. <laughs> Howard's obsessed. Please, please watch Oprah. <laughs> um, get her up to a million views of Oprah. <laughs> I, um, so Oprah, you know, whatever she does, I'm transfixed and my wife sees it. It's like crazy. So Oprah now is doing a thing. She decided she's into hiking. Oprah was never into hiking. Now it's her thing because she's skinny. And it turns out Oprah had knee replacement, two knees, both knees replaced. I did read that, two knee replacements, yeah. This is all news to me. I'm, all of a sudden Didn't Oprah know goes. her knees were bothering her. Oprah's like, I have my new knees. <laughs> and she's like, I'm a big fan of new knees. And like that annoys the fuck out of me. I'm like, like stop singing you that know, singy Gary song. Got new knees. He did not start singing. No. Well, if he did, he'd be fired. Ah, <laughs> new knees, boys. <laughs> so I, uh, I, I, I'm watching and I'm like fascinated. And, and Oprah announces she has new knees and she's a new woman and now she's going to do a ten mile gratitude hike. Whoa, a gratitude ten mile hike. Yeah, gra I, I said to myself, Oprah doesn't just hike; she gratitude hikes. Well. She gets a, and there's a, um, a posse of women, uh -huh. different ages. There's a lot of young girls who hang out with Oprah. Like they, like she's their hero. Oh yeah. 
and Gail King. And Gail is out of shape. God love her. She's not into hiking. Oprah's in better shape than Gail now? At this point, yeah, like so Oprah goes, Gail, we're going on a gratitude hike. And Gail's even like, Oh my I don't know what it is with Gail. Like Gail has success. Gail's a talented woman in her own right. She's great on TV. But she's she she will do whatever Oprah says. And I'm more interested in Gail than I am in Oprah even at this point. I'm like, why? Like Robin gets into kooky things. She started sticking coffee up her ass. I didn't start doing it because Robin. Is, I go, Robin, and you you're crazy. Have your kooky things. Too, okay, and, I don't and follow you, you exactly. Like we're normal. Like you don't do everything I do. And I, and, and Gail King is the true mystery. Everything Oprah embraces, she does. Even when she's miserable, she doesn't want to be. And she's like, like the young girls who are hanging out with Oprah. They have no problem with the gratitude hike. Right. And and everything and to be Oprah's friend, you gotta you gotta fall into the whole Oprah mindset. Like before they start hiking, first of all, Oprah has two poles that she hikes with. I've seen people do this. Yeah. They have poles. It's almost like cross country skiing. Yeah. And Gail's got the poles because Oprah's got the poles. And I don't even know why and Gail is dressed in tights that are shorts. And she's just fucking miserable. And before this miserable hike starts, Oprah says to everyone, okay, gratitude hike. What are you grateful for, ladies? And you have to announce why you're, I'm not even sure what the concept is. You're, are you grateful for everything or are you grateful for something to do with the hike? I don't know He's what grateful the Grateful for something specific? Yeah. I, well, here, you listen and tell me. There's Oprah. Uh, I, I pulled the audio. This is the start of the gratitude hike. All the ladies are standing around. And Oprah now is giving you the rules for the gratitude hike. Okay. So then are you shooting us? Yeah, I'm shooting you now. Okay, so here's the deal. So we're doing an end of year hike. This yeah. is not just hiking up a mountain. Mm-hmm. This is a gratitude hike. So Whoa. the whole gratitude. intention of this hike is your gratitude okay. for the life you live, for the year you've had, for the blessings you've received. So Amen. it's a gratitude and praise hike. Mm-hmm. I'll be doing this in the name of Barbara Walters today, mm-hmm. who has been a great mentor. And that's the other thing. The ladies always, when Oprah says it, it's like, oh, Oprah has the best gratitude hike. Like, mm, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I should have thought of that. A Barbara Walters gratitude hike. Uh, and friend to me. And everybody has your own mantra going up the hill. Mine is, in God, I move and breathe and have my being. Yours is... One foot in front of the other. One foot in front of the other. Only you- Jesus knows how we get there. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that and this I don't know. That's when I get crazy. I go, why is that funny? <laughs> like, why? Is it a woman thing? Is it an Oprah thing? Only Jesus knows when we get there. Wait, poor Gail's got to go, too. And she's, you know, even as big a star as Gail King is, she's got to fall right in line with this nonsense. Billions <laughs> <laughs> is only Jesus knows. Okay, you have let, one? Let good in. Okay. Let good in. Let good in. We got this. We got this. Just breathe. <laughs> just breathe, breathe. All right, here we go. All right. Woo-hoo. I think Gail was the one at the end who said, she, just breathe. She let them get away with that? Yeah, well, Gail looks She's miserable. She's conducting a true gratitude hike. If these people don't, don't know. know what they're grateful for. 
Jesus knows. That's not a gratitude hike. Well, hey, uh, that's why I'm... T- you see, you're getting like me. You're getting cuckoo. <laughs> I get cuckoo from this. I start critiquing. I don't watch it, Oprah, because she right. makes me cuckoo. Well, I watch it because it makes me cuckoo. <laughs> but also, I think there's a huge part of me that wants to be on the gratitude hike with uh, I Oprah. I think you want to be in the circle. Because my wife and I went... We, we take a walk every day. So I said, and I announced to my wife, had a gratitude walk. No. So I announced <laughs> to my wife, I even videoed it. I put it on her Instagram. I go, honey, you know, this isn't just a walk. We're doing a gratitude hike. And she goes, what? <laughs> so we go on the gratitude hike and I see a bunch of geese flying over that I thought were ducks. <laughs> and we, I, I said, let's follow the, the, the ducks and see where they land and we'll be gratitude. We'll have gratitude. So we go. None of you know what a gratitude anything is. Yeah, well, I was watching the Oprah thing. How would I learn? <laughs> and then uh, all of a sudden, uh, our our gratitude hike went horribly because the really? ducks, the, the geese were all swimming and having a great, it was like thousands of them all sitting there in the water. And we show up and they all ran away <laughs> and it, it all went to shit. So I do like a misery schlep. Like, I'm like, uh, first of all, I was impressed that Oprah's doing a 10 mile hike. I mean, uh, yeah, she must have really gotten herself into some kind of condition. Yeah. And they got with her new knees. Yeah. Here's Oprah at the peak of the gratitude hike with her new knees. With every breath that I'm able, I'm going to sing of the goodness of God. <laughs> Look come at you. Come on, knees. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on, come on, come on. Hallelujah, hallelujah. <laughs> what, what just happened to you? CZ Winans. Hallelujah, hallelujah. <laughs> Made it to the fence line. Yes, you did. Oh, my God. Thank you, CZ. Uh-huh. All my life you have been faithful. This is a grateful hike. Oprah's uh, doing 10 miles. I was impressed, but you see how you're shaking your head? That's me. I I, <laughs> I want to be with Oprah, but then I I don't approve of what Oprah's doing. It, it drives me nuts. <sighs> yeah, and then and then the lady. She can't help herself because of what has happened to her in her life. Like people, if she said, <laughs> people would go, "Yes, Oprah said that." You yeah. know, they don't care what she's saying. No. There's no evaluation you, of what Oprah says. I always dreamt that you'd get a group of gals around you uh, who would treat you like that. I, I would like that for you. Ooh, or you... <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Well, I can't do the whole oh, Jesus yeah. God thing for them. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, well. What you said, Robin. Anyway, uh, it makes about as much sense as Oprah. <laughs> and then oh, I, I don't, I don't even know what was going on. It seemed like Oprah was like kind of, I won't say disappointed with Gail King, but <laughs> uh, Gail finished the hike an hour and a half after. Um, oh Oprah wow! Did. You're yeah. kidding! Gail couldn't yeah. even keep up. Gail wrote, I finished the hike an hour and a, an hour and a half after everybody else did. You know, I finished because I wasn't trying to keep up with you. It's, is that the point? 
And Oprah said, that is the point, Gail. I was not trying to because I knew I couldn't. So, like, Oprah, I think Gail has to be lesser than Oprah. In other words, in everything. Like, Oprah oh, always sure, gets the win. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I think, Oprah's always the hero. I think Gail King made a deal with the devil. She got to be best friends with Oprah, but she's not allowed to uh, ever surpass Oprah or, I don't know. She constantly has to go along with Oprah. But then well, at the I end mean, of the- is is the, uh, that's the the laws Make of their number. friendship. Yeah, because I mean, if Gail was into hiking ten miles, I don't think Oprah. No, when Oprah she was- would leave her uh, at the beginning of the trail and be there when she got back. Right, they would have picked her up in a car. <laughs> anyway, then then at the end of the the hike, everybody eats like there's no like they've never seen that food there's before. No tomorrow, yes, and they're eating bread and cheese during the hike, and I'm like, well, what during yeah, the hike? I- uh, yeah, it's hard for me to tell this is when it's confirmation. <laughs> I love bread. <laughs> I love bread. Soy bread. I was poo-pooing bread, but no, that seems like a good idea. Okay. <laughs> no, that seems like a real good idea, right? Right, right yes. about now. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. could I have some of that drink? Oh, bread. You bought bread. Well, where's Gail? Gail's oh, not getting any oh, bread. No, I think Gail's the one who said I poo-pooed bread, but now it seems like a good idea. Oh, well, how'd she get there? She didn't. She wasn't I with everybody. I don't. Maybe get it, it at all. I don't know. All I know is they jump on that bread like ducks. They were all over that bread. <laughs> with the biscuits with the chicken. Cheeses. A variety. A variety. Isn't that good? Oh, 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 bread. What do you have? And what do you have? Banana bread. Okay, goes great with drool. I love bread. Anyway, that's what I was busy watching. Yeah, I watched that. You good. know what? Somebody will get this and play it for Doctor now and have him yell. <laughs> Why are you eating yell bread, Oprah? <laughs> no. Well, hey, Oprah looks great. She's skinny. I'll tell you that. Doctor now doesn't have to know that. You just have no. to hear this. <laughs> she won't be good for long. I'm still thinking about like I went to pee and I peed all over the floor because I don't know my <laughs> everything sprays to the left hand side now. Well, so it's well, impossible. I have a start sitting down so that I might. Know, that doesn't happen. Yeah, and I had to go clean the whole bathroom with uh, Clorox wipes <laughs> after I pee. It's like I'm, an, I'm like a farm animal. I'm peeing all over the floor, but it's really weird. All of a sudden, I you know I take my penis out, and down here where I do the show, I I only have like a regular toilet. I don't have my uh-huh. urinal. I have a urinal. Guys are always shocked by that. In my house, I've got like a little private bathroom where I uh, have a urinal, and I love it. And uh, it's awesome. And people go, you have a urinal in your house? I go, yeah, why wouldn't you? It's so fucking masculine and You love perfect. a urinal. You love, love peeing it. in a urinal. Yep. There's something even, better about that than the toilet. When you get, oh, of course, because, listen. What do I I, gotta, I don't well, have a penis. I, your penis, <laughs> I don't hold my penis with my hand, number one. Uh-huh, because uh-huh. I don't want to have to get a mess and I don't want to touch my penis. You know, because then you got to do another kind of cleanup. So I hold my penis with my underwear. Do you follow that? <laughs> yes. Okay. And my penis isn't that large. So you just see this little thing poking out of the underpants. 
I hold it with the top of my underpants. So I balance my <laughs> penis on the top of the underpants. And then I, uh, and then I pee. But, uh, for some reason, the older you get, your pee doesn't come out in a straight line. It, it goes to the left. So all of a sudden you're peeing and like all of a sudden my foot is wet. Oh, oh. Y- yeah. So, you know, like I. What do you do with your shoe at that point? What do I do with my foot? Is that is the point? Because well, I'm home and you've got I'm, on shoes. You peed on your shoes. Your socks. Yeah, <laughs> it's <Ooh>. happened. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta wipe down with a Clorox wipe everything. So, so I tried to avoid a, you know, like filth, and now I'm wallowing in my own filth. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like weird. Yeah. Yeah. So I, um, I solved the problem by getting a urinal because it's. Um, and and the urinal is quite frankly the manliest thing about me. Otherwise, I'm very feminine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, but I really I enjoy it because most times, the problem with the toilet for a man is, you know, first of all, if you're to to get the older you get to get the the pee into the toilet is a very small target because your pee <laughs> comes out in the strangest ways. It dribbles. It comes. It goes to the left. It goes to the right. You don't know. What, you don't know where it's going to land. And uh, so anyway, I, I just went and I, I'm standing up. You I got like the urinal, but you still didn't hit it. No, 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 no. Down here, I don't have a urinal. Oh, I only have a urinal that's what upstairs. you're saying. Okay. Yeah. All right. Down here, I just have a toilet. So that's the small target. But urinal saves you from being on the floor. Yeah, and I get real close to the urinal, so even if I go to the left, everything just uh, stays nice and just contained. Let me ask and... you something. Do you have one of those urinals that goes all the way down to the floor no. or one of the... No. What? No. No, I don't. I have a urinal that is halfway, you know, it's like a little urinal. It's It's got a, you know, it's got a yeah. midpoint where it stops. It's still That's on right. the wall. It doesn't go yeah. to the floor. Okay. Yeah, and, but people who come over, my friends are like, you have a urinal? Oh, my God. And I'm like, well, yeah, because it's cool. And it's not that expensive. Like you would think, well, because people think it's like like the lap of luxury. I'm like, well, it's not, it's cheaper than a toilet. Yeah. Honestly. Do you have a so, urinal cake? <laughs> no, I don't. Because we, you know, it's cleaned every day. Right. Which is a real treat. <laughs> I don't know who does that exactly, but I know it's got to be a great job. <laughs> they must love it. Oh, yeah. I'm famous. People love cleaning <laughs> my urinal. Uh, but it's weird. Like, um, so I'm down here and I'm like, oh, shit. My pee's going. I, it was going in crazy places. <laughs> Did any I'm of like, it get into the toilet? That's the question. Uh, yeah, eventually it kind of calmed down. But like, I go, Robin would be laughing if she could see a video of this. And then I'm on my knees with the Clorox wipes cleaning up because you know that's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. We have friends who come over our house. We have a, like a guest powder room, you know, in our living room. Sure. And they, I have a couple of male friends who come over. Every time they leave, this floor is soaking wet. You know, a toilet is not meant for a man to stand up. You got to just sit down on it and pee when you're at a free because and my wife goes, Oh my God. So and so was just here. How they can leave it that way. They leave it that way. Ralph was over here and I, and I did bring him, you know, he said he had to pee before he left. Uh, he came over to help me with, um, the tuxedo for my right. daughter's wedding and, uh, he goes, uh, before I leave, you know, 
the other guy here with him is such a gentleman. He's like, I go, you guys need anything? The other guy goes, no, 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 we don't need anything. Ralph goes, I, I, I do need to use the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Which, and then I'm like, what bathroom do I bring him to? I'm like, so my wife won't be disgusted because Ralph fucks everything up. <laughs> he just, he just, he just does. If he uses something, it breaks. Oh, so geez. anyway. I, I kind of screwed up. I brought him to this beautiful little main powder room we have that we use for guests because I didn't know where else to bring him. I wasn't going to let him use my bathroom, you know, my with my urinal and stuff. Because right. then I would it'd be I'd be so disgusting. I don't want anyone. I don't want anybody using my bathroom. So uh, I brought him down there and I said to my wife, "Look, I had to let Ralph pee. I couldn't say no. Go outside <laughs> like a dog." I said, just so you know, give you a heads up, I let him pee in the main bathroom there. And he goes, oh, no. I go, yeah. I said, I hope you didn't pee on the floor. <laughs> but uh, she did check. I, I mean, I never looked. So I, I assume he got it in you the bowl. You didn't hear any bad reports. No, I think Ralph's on good behavior at my house now because we don't let him in the house other than yeah, for that's work. the first but, time yeah. in a long time. Yep. He's the worst guest. You, you know, he's just, and I love the guy, but Jesus Christ. But well, uh, I, I was reading. believe that time he did laundry at your house. I mean, like, oh. why come to your house to do laundry? Because he was like my man servant. Like, I, he was my <laughs> valet. And so, you know, and I was single at that point. And, uh, but he so, did his own laundry too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then I caught him throwing his. Uh, <laughs> well, then he come over to my house and shower too. Because <laughs> I'm going to use the shower. The water pressure here is really good. I'm like, dude, <laughs> shower at home. Right, well, if we're going out tonight, I need plates to get dressed. Or fuck it, I won't go. When I go, okay. I mean, <laughs> I needed him to go. He was my wingman. Uh, so, uh, he's like my Gail King. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. By the way, urinals require less water to flush than toilets and can save money on water bills. Just saying. I think so everybody good, should have a urinal. Yeah. I'm a Forget big advocate. The bidet thing. Everybody has that bidet nobody uses. No. Bidet is nonsense. That's <laughs> going to cause a lot of problems. I, I don't even understand it. But, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I just kind of had a little bit of an accident myself. This is another interesting note. And then I got to read you the uh, fan feedback, get to the phone calls and all that other stuff. And um, so this is kind of weird. I, I actually just this weekend finished the final episode of The Walking Dead. Oh, really? I haven't even attempted I know a lot of people who bailed out after like yeah, season four. Yeah, I'm not interested. But I love The Walking Dead. And uh, I just, just for like the last year, I had sort of not kept up with it because I kept recording it. But sometimes I didn't know which was an old episode, a new episode. So I finally sorted it out. And I watched the finale of The Walking Dead. I made it through the whole series. And, you know, my favorite character, yes, I love Negan and um and other characters but i love norman reedus you know the uh, the uh daryl daryl like the hillbilly guy who barely says a word but he's very masculine and he's almost like a superhero when he shows up he straightens everything out and um so anyway norman reedus 
did a podcast with the guy who died in the first season of Walking Dead, John Barenthal. Oh. And it turns out Norman Reedus and John Barenthal are big fans of mine. And Norman Reedus has this horrible story about how he loves me so much and I never let him on this show. Never had him on. What? What yeah, was and I was listening. I, and, and the reason I never had Norman Reedus on was like, I guess in a way I bought into his character. I said he's just like the quiet sort of guy on. What are you going to interview the quiet guy on Walking Dead who walks around with like a bow and arrow and shoots people <laughs> in the head? I mean, I don't know. And has a dog. <laughs> he, but he was like, I can't believe he never had me on. And then John John's Barron's been on the show. John's been on and, and Negan's been on Negan's a couple of been times. On. Yeah. And, and, and John Barenthal goes, man, you're the biggest Howard Stern fan and he's never had you on. And then John Barenthal has this sort of cockamamie idea that I won't have Norman Reedus on our show because he sat near my wife at a movie premiere and I somehow think that my wife is in love with Norman Reedus. Oh, she doesn't and watch The Walking Dead, does no, she? No, but she fell in love with Norman Reedus at the movie premiere. He's got a oh. whole... But I guess in a way I'm to blame for that because I kind of, like I said, oh, my wife was sitting near Norman Reedus and, uh, you know, I kind of made something out of it. But the truth uh -huh. is, I just, I don't know. I just never had Norman Reedus come on, but anyway... So here's these two dudes discussing on the podcast about uh, why I won't have Norman Reedus. And I felt real bad because I love Norman Reedus. I think he's terrific. I know you and me, like, we were, like, used to be, like, obsessed with fucking Howard Stern, you know, back in the day, like, driving to work and yeah. shit. We used to talk about him. Oh, what did he say today? What he say what, all the did time. You hear, did, yeah. and, like, him talking about, like, he yeah. was, like, he, like, loved the show early on, dude. Yeah. And it was, like, the biggest fucking deal in the world. But I think, like, that's what I, like, when I did his show, that's what, like, I was, like, he I was, still like, won't have me on his show. Dude, I, 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 I think don't know because, why. I think it's because, like, his, his wife's like in love with you, man. That's, that's like, not it. Okay, you talk, you talk is, about that a bunch, bro. I, yeah, and like, you know, I guess this is like, what happened. Right? Next to her at a fucking thing, I was like, Normie, what are you I, fucking? I didn't. Because you don't look at yourself that way. Like, I know you for you. You're like fucking yeah. Norman, but like, but they did, women I didn't, like love I didn't you. Say, and shit, oh my bro. god, that's Beth. I'm gonna sit next to Beth. I, I, yeah, but you're probably super nice to her. And like, I think it was like, I'm a cat fanatic. They sat next to us. We talked about cats. Maybe three minutes. Yeah, yeah. Then the movie started. Yeah, yeah. Nice to meet you. Nice to he meet you. He talked about that for like two hours, bro. <laughs> I was like in tears. I was so bummed. Yeah. He'll he, have you on. Man. He went from like loving me or loving the show rather. Yeah. And maybe the character yeah. a bit to like, <laughs> nya, nya, nya. He, he went off and I was yeah. like, no. Yeah. 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 You know? I was like, no, and then, and then, you know, I, went to, I did the serious round in a serious radio and, uh, you know, it's, it's like fucking an ungodly early morning yeah, hour. It's terrible. And they're, you know, they're like, so, uh, can you say, uh, uh, Norman Reedus and you're listening to the Howard Stern show? And I'm like, uh, hey, I'm Norman Reedus and the Howard Stern You know, half awake. And then he, he played that and he goes, sounds like they got a fucking gun to his head. And I was like, oh, I just can't win with this guy. Like, what's up? Anyway, I felt <laughs> bad. so funny. And then I was listening to this, this discussion about me and, then I got angry with Baba Booey because Baba Booey, his job is to like, for some reason, everyone seems to think Baba Booey's good at talking to celebrities. I think he's a disaster when he talks to Why celebrities. Why do you say that? Because he's supposed to protect me. Yeah. He's supposed to be the guy. You know, Gary's job is to go basically say, listen, man, Howard isn't even in on the decisions on who comes on the show.
Howard doesn't know what's going on. I'm the guy keeping you off the show. I don't think you're right for the show. That Gary. Gary's supposed to take the hit. That's Gary. the only reason I Howard. got this guy. Hold on. Excuse me. Listen to the clip. Right away, the guy goes, yeah, um, my publicist asked Gary why he uh, can't, why I can't come on the show. And <clears throat> Gary told us Howard doesn't want <clears throat> him on. <laughs> throw me right under the bus listen to this and, and then we had an episode of the show that was like very dark yeah you know it, oh, I, heard I mean dark like that. He's the like, picture happened? was like, dark I couldn't see anything yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like no and then I told Gimple I was like dude <laughs> send him screeners yeah. before the show comes yeah. out yeah. so he'll talk about us he's yeah. got like a bazillion listeners yeah. he's a fan of the show Howard, send it to him Scott's like of course I will yeah. didn't Yeah. and I'm like you know, and Wolfie every once in a while I'd check in. Did he get him? Did he get yeah, him? Yeah. Didn't get him. We ran into him like somewhere, right? Like we ran yeah. and we were like telling him. And I ran into Baba Booey at the White House. Wow, wow, wow. What was that? Uh, at the uh, uh, White House Correspondence? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and we talked for a second. And, yeah. uh, you know, and he, and then my publicist, I was like, oh, yeah, I spoke to Baba Booey. And Howard does not want you on the show. <laughs> Why? <laughs> just, just doesn't want him on the show. I'm like, oh. Dude, you know, I was like, all right, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, but that was fun, going back and forth, going, did he listen? Did he listen? And we got yeah. Andy fucking listening, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. And then he had Jeffrey D. Uh, Jeffrey D. Morgan oh, dude, on the show. He did have him. How Everybody but me. Yeah, Everybody but me. That is yeah. fucked up, bro. That is fucked it up. It is fucked up. <laughs> Gary, you're supposed to be like, Howard has dementia. He doesn't know anything. He's an idiot. <laughs> and uh, we make all the decisions. I'm supposed to be... It's unfucking believable, Gary. and you can make up all no, the excuses no, you no, want. No, no, no. Gary. Hold on a second, Howard. But I've heard I'm this like, from I'm, too I'm, many. Excuse me. I've heard really? this from too you many have? celebrities. Yes, that's that not true. You always just go look. Howard just doesn't want to have you on. I want to have him on. Howard, can I just say something? Never you in don't the history want him of the. On. Never in the history of the show have I ever uttered those words. And tell uh, me how many times. Well, then where? Howard, then why does Norman Reedus and and I'm others get have said it? Others I'm going to get there in a second. How many times have you been out and people have said, Gary's keeping me off the show? You've told me that many, many times. People come up to you and go, Gary's That's keeping true. me off the show. And you go, hey, I don't know. I, and I've so, had that experience myself, yes. I will tell you that I have never in the history of the show uttered the words, Howard doesn't want you on. Of course my job is to protect you. John seems like, uh, uh, Norman seems like a nice guy. He's been through a lot of publicists, right? Every time he gets a new publicist, he has them call me and... All he wants to do is get on the show. So maybe a publicist might say that to him to make themselves look better because they Let's don't have want him to be on the, the show ones. for God's sakes. You know what? I feel like we've turned him into that dude that just got elected speaker of the house. He had to go through 14 fucking uh, rounds before they that. What's his name? Kevin McCarthy. We've turned poor Norman into Kevin McCarthy. He wants to be yeah, how come on the he show. Can't get on this show if he wants to be on this show. He's in right. a, a TV show we loved for years and talked about all the time. Yeah, it's just one. Of, it's, Howard, it's just a weird thing. I I forget why I, Gary. What was the real reason we didn't have Norman Reedus on? I mean, a lot of it is timing, right? A yeah. lot of it really is timing. A lot of it is timing. What? 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 Yeah, we're Gary's never, right. In all the, how many years has that show been on? There was never a right time. But think about think about how many guests we have on. We've you know we're on three days a week. We don't do a guest every day like we used to. We're doing less guests. And that's so, true. This, Robin, I mean, it's not as easy. But there's been never on, been a right time. Robin, we've been on for <laughs> fifty years, and there's no time for Norman Reedus. <laughs> 
Listen, I'm, I'm trying to be nice. But Gary, can I just go on record? I remember sitting in a room alone with you, and I begged you to have Norman Reedus on the show, and you said no. Don't you remember I that? Don't. Seriously. I do. Right. I do. And, yeah, and listen, you said I the timing's not right. He's a nice guy. I'm the one keeping him off the show. And you right. know, I have there to, you go. I have to be There's in charge at some point of that kind right. of thing. Right, right. I said to Gary, look, I know it's the Howard Stern show. Don't I have any say on whether Norman Reedus will <laughs> be mean, on their I show? You can't get no. somebody on the show? <laughs> Usually Howard, you know what, boss? I got to make the cut somewhere, and yeah. that's it. I was like, well, fuck, I quit. Howard hates you. Norman Reedus. He thinks you're disgusting. He thinks you're the most untalented part of that show. Sorry. Swear Meanwhile, oh. meanwhile, I love Norman Reedus because when Who I doesn't? watch. Yeah, when I watch. um. The Walking Dead, like when he comes on, I'm like really into it. Some of the other characters, I'm not even that into. Right. So I, I, mean, I love Daryl's storylines. I love it when they concentrate on him. It yeah. was just that you know they did chuck off everybody else that I liked over yeah. a certain amount of time, and I was like, wait a minute, I don't even know who's on this show anymore. Who'd you like, Glenn? <laughs> Glenn? <laughs> Remember Glenn? Oh Glenn yes, the, I loved Glenn when uh, he was with what's her name, Maggie. Maggie's yeah, husband, Glenn. That was a good couple. And I love Maggie. Uh, I love the other woman who's a, a stone killer. She used to be the abused wife, and now she's hey, a stone killer. Gary uh, Puppet. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm going to pretend to be Norman Reedus' yeah. um, publicist, if you don't mind. <clears throat> um, hey, uh, excuse <clears throat> me. Um, I'm Norman Reedus' publicist. Um, yeah. you're, are you from the Howard Stern Show, Gary? I am from the Howard Stern Show. Is uh, lucky timing for you that I'm here to see you because yeah. I have a word from Howard and he says you look too greasy on the show. So he's not going to have you on our show. <laughs> Every time I bring your name up at a meeting, Howard throws up. <laughs> Howard has a name for you. Sometimes he calls you Norman Feces or Norman Leprosy because you're falling off the cliff. You're not getting on this show, motherfucker. <laughs> I'll tell you when you'll be on the show, <clears throat> when you become an actual zombie <clears throat> and you're dead. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he right. actually put a picture of you in his urinal. Mm. He pees on your face. <laughs> right. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, uh, I so feel bad, Norman. Fake, fake news. I'm just saying fake news. I never said that. Thank you. Okay. How well, he seems try harder be... than get back to us. So you're called, let's just go on record. You're calling Norman Reedus' publicist a liar. I'm saying somebody gave Norman misinformation. Okay. Those words were never spoken by me or, by the way, anyone on our team to to any publicist involving Norman. We just don't say that. We would never say that to I'd anyone. I'd never say it, but I do write it down on a piece of paper and show it to Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Norman Reedus will star in the new spinoff, Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon, set in Paris. It premieres later in 2023. I'll, what are I'll you talking that. about? Yeah. Well, He's going to have a, a spinoff? Yeah, Walking wow. Dead Daryl Dixon. I didn't know his last name was I Dixon, like but Walking Dead Daryl. I like that. <laughs> yeah, well, let me hear the rest of what these guys say. Right after I got killed from Lily, got me the fuck out of there, and I had to like go do press, and and uh, I was in the serious building making the rounds, you know, hanging, and everybody there knew how big of a fucking fan I was. Yeah, and I'm like hanging around, like doing doing like the fucking bullshit show shows with like like six people, fucking, you know, it's like, and. Uh, <laughs> 
you know, I was like, I was downstairs. I was with like the serious rep, and uh, all of a sudden, like Howard and fucking Ronnie walk out of the, the, their studio, and they're like walking by, and I'm like, holy fuck! And the guy's like, oh, there's Howard, there's Howard. I was like, I know, motherfucker. It's like, it's like, just shut up. And he's like walking fucking by, and as they got closer, I heard them, and Howard's like, so I don't understand, like, why did they kill? Like, was he always a zombie, or like, how did he turn into a zombie that quick? They were fucking talking about me, bro. And Ronnie was like trying to explain them with the show and the guy's like yo they're fucking talking about you they're fucking talking I'm like I know man just shut the fuck up and let me enjoy this shit and they're like walking by and they're like they're fucking talking about me and they like walk right by me and the guy's like you should say something you should and you know it's like you never fucking bother Howard in the halls like he always says that like there's nothing he hates more I'm like just let him fucking be like let me have this fucking moment you fucking turd and he like keeps walking and they're talking about me and then the guy the serious rep is like hey Howard and like he just stops you know he's like a giant you know what I mean he like stops and he like fucking turns around and he's like looking and then the fucking guy doesn't say anything no. He doesn't say anything. So he's like looking and I'd like walk over to Howard and I'm like, you know, like I, I got to do this. I'm like, hey, hi, Mr. Stern. My name's my name's John Bernthal. I think you guys were just talking about. It. He's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. We were just talking about you. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I know, man, I, I heard you. And and, and he's yeah. like, oh, you're, you're great. You know, I, I watched the show. And I was like, yeah, no, I know. I heard yeah. that. And he was like so fucking nice to me. Like yeah. all he wanted to know was like, did I have another job? Yeah, I was concerned. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough business, that show business. You know, I was even watching this movie with Brendan Fraser called The Whale, and they say he might win yeah. the Academy Award for it. It's a beautiful movie. I just loved it. Stunning uh, performance. Uh, great about a dad trying to win the love of his daughter. It's beautiful. I cried at the end. I just loved it. And, um, you know, you think about this guy. Brendan Fraser, he was like a big deal, a leading man back in the day. He had the then, whole Mummy series and yeah. a ton of other movies, yeah. And then he fell off the face of the earth. And I go, you know, that show business, it really kind of, like, you could be the biggest fucking star. And then, you know, for some some reason or another, you just, you, you, your yeah, flame you never gets. don't know what happens, yeah. Yeah, your flame never gets turned on. Like, uh. Or your flame goes out. You had a flame. Yeah. And then it's out. Yeah. So, but meanwhile, now the guy's on top of the world again. Now everybody wants to work with him. So there well, you go. Well, now we have a reason to have Norman on. He's starting a Whoa. sequel to uh, The Walking Dead. He's going to need to be out on uh, the publicity rounds. Yeah, but unfortunately, we don't have any time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... uh... Hey, you know, uh, a lot of people have been writing me. They enjoyed, right before we went on break, Holly Weird Squares. Uh-huh. We did a beautiful uh, Holly Weird Squares. I love that. I love being a game show host. It was a great group of squares. Sure was, Robin. You get that many big stars in one place. You get always... a rooster. You get a high-pitched Eric. You get a Wendy, the retard. I mean, the, uh, what is she? The child, slow adult. <laughs> You're politically incorrect. I, Wendy the slow I adult. I her new name. Oh, wow. You're B-A-D. Oh, oh man. God. You could burn in hell for that. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, we, we had a lot of good people on that. But um, so we thought it would be a good show ender for 2022 to do Hollywood Squares. And we had Mad Dog and 
Howard Stern impersonator, Mad Friend, and uh, actor uh, Ike Barinholtz, who's so funny, Liza yeah. Minnelli impersonator, Kanye West impersonator, Wendy, the slow adult <laughs> Robin, <laughs> High Pitch was here, Rooster, Rooster, as you said, and of course, a uh, famous anal fister, Hunger FF, with his ass Yeah, meat. I can never remember his name. I just remember what he does. Hunger FF, Robin. Memorize that, please. <laughs> anyway, I'm I did. trying to remember Wendy's name. I got so, yeah, you have trouble with a lot of people's <laughs> names. I, uh, I, so anyway, I know people have been writing me how much they enjoyed Holly Weird Squares. And I thought, well, maybe this would be a good opportunity to play for you some of the outtakes from Holly Weird Squares. You say, what do you mean outtakes? Wasn't outtakes, it live? Yeah, but. Yeah. Well, shit goes on behind the scenes. We do, uh, we test people's microphones and we always keep everything okay. recording. So, uh, first up, uh, Howard Stern impersonator, Matt Friend. Now, this is, this is uh, very interesting to me. I was wondering how he does that impression of me. And it turns out he's full on Daniel Day Lewis. He does not come out of character. He was running around as Howard Stern the entire time while waiting to go on the air. And I have a clip of that. Here is Matt Friend before he comes on the air. And he is in character no matter what. I, I adjusted the sunglasses to go down a little bit, right? So maybe that can help something with a little bit? Yep, that helps a lot. Uh, That's Ryan. great. Thank you. I'll be mindful of that when I'm on the air, by the way. Appreciate it. I can't stop, by the way. I'm actually a little afraid right now that I, I can't stop talking. Like I'm, i got to stop doing this. <laughs> you know, Robin, uh, even I drop the Howard Stern character when I'm off yeah, the air. Yeah, you don't talk like this all day long. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know how I talk like that. Why? When I get off the air, I talk. Uh, I talk more like this in my regular voice. I, I sound more like, "Hi, everybody. How you doing? This is Howard Stern." Uh, high pitch, Eric. Oh, high pitch, Eric signed on to Zoom before the show. And wasted no time trying to glom onto Howard Stern impersonator Matt Friend. Hmm. Uh, right away, High Pitch had a scheme in mind. So, Matt, are you, are you in New York? I am, yeah. You do any shows in New York? Yeah, I do stand up like every night. You should come by a show sometime. I'm at the Stand Comedy Club all the time. Oh, the Stand is a good place. If you ever, if you ever want me to introduce you on stage, I would. I would love to have you come on stage. Well, not come on stage, but you should, like, come on the stage. Me and you should go on tour. You want me to go on That's tour with me? Yeah, me and you should go on tour. We'll have to take a look at that. All right, we'll have to take a look at that. We'll see what happens. Let's see how this show goes. Yeah. It's hysterical. We'd be like Abbott and Costello, but we'd blow each other. By the way, I'll introduce I... you, and then you'll go out and be funny. Yeah, and then we'll split the profits. 50-50. Yeah, that's what you want to do is get into that business. Yeah, you know I wrote that book, The Art of the Slow Deal by High Pitch Eric. <laughs> so uh, I'll give you some more behind the scenes, Robin. Um, Oh, this is an interesting fact. We almost lost Wendy the Slow Adult before the, the before the actual game began. Yeah. She was uh, tanking up and eating a zebra cake for breakfast. What's now, whatever a zebra that cake? is, don't ask me. But she started coughing and choking on the zebra oh, cake. I guess dear. it's a type of cake, and uh, we we thought we thought she might not make it onto the air. Here is 
R- Wendy, the slow adult, <laughs> with her zebra cake, which I think is an actual hunk of a zebra. I don't know. She might. <laughs> I don't know, Robin. I don't know. <laughs> Here we go. Wendy, what are you eating? Uh, I'm eating zebra cake. Oh, nice. Be aware. <laughs> like, we're probably going to start this at, like, 5 after 7, 10 Nine. after 7. So if anybody needs to, like, go use the bathroom, duty. now would be a great time to yeah, I'm gonna do, go that. do that. I just went already. We can do a mic and original sound if you want. All right, Wendy? Yeah. Sheba cake go down the wrong way. Yeah, my cake went down the wrong pipe. I'll wash that down with a Pepsi. You'll be fine. <laughs> oh, my God. What is going on? <laughs> went down the wrong tube again yeah when you eat a zebra you sometimes choke on the hoof it's a very difficult thing to get down yeah you you uh, gotta chew it you can't just swallow it whole oh for those of you who are wondering because uh, last week eric i, I announced that uh, we had a uh, high pitch eric had a microphone set up and he threatened not to give us back the microphone. And I had to straighten him out on the air. So I just want you to know, Eric did ship back his microphone equipment last week. And then immediately blocked Derek, who works for us, Sal, who works for us, Jason and Will's telephone numbers because he refuses to participate in any of Zoom segments because it was too stressful, according to him. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because what is he- going on with him? There's always... Some kind of problem getting him on the show, getting him to participate in things. Is he done? Well, he recognizes his worth. In other words, we're we're running out of whack packers. Uh, Fred the Elephant Boy <laughs> just died. Uh, so many have died. And now he's turning into a very slow diva. And uh, <laughs> uh, Jeff the Drunk has quit the show as well. He feels I didn't pick up on him enough. So a lot of people oh, are dropping he's off. He's yeah. gone. So a lot of people are dropping off like flies. and uh, I you know, didn't know that. Yeah, so uh, Eric throwing his uh, weight around. His weight around, yes. Yeah, his weight, his re- rather large weight around. Wow. Um, oh, so before we went on with Hollywood Squares, Wolfie asked Wendy about emptying her potty chair that morning. And Wendy was nice enough to describe to Wolfie how it looked. This is another behind-the-scenes clip. Wendy, did you empty your potty chair this morning? <laughs> yes, I did. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. You did, Wendy. When was that? Yes. It was gross. Really? Yes. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> what did it look like, Wendy? Yeah. It, look, it, looked like, corn, it looked it? like green river slime. Oh, my God. Really? Uh, yeah. Is your, is your stomach upset? Uh, sorry, yeah. You know. Well, yeah, Howard Stern in person here. I could probably stay home and let him do it. Yeah, you know, there, there's two more days of the week that need filling. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's the concept. When I'm not here, Howard Stern impersonator just does the show. Yeah, Robin. Right, right. Oh, here's a note. Jeff the Drunk has left the show because he's angry with me that I didn't pick up on him during the Bruce Springsteen interview. He feels he had something to say to Bruce, and I didn't allow it. Would there it have, uh, uh, is is the, what we got less good because yeah. he didn't get to ask his question? According to him, I don't whatever know. whatever he wanted to say? 
I would be curious if Jeff could, you know, join the show one more time, one last time, and just tell us what why he, yeah, yeah. What, what what was he going to say to Bruce Springsteen that was so important? By the way, I got word from Bruce Springsteen that he's very upset too. He found out <laughs> that Jeff wasn't allowed on, and he was like, "That that would have been great, man." <laughs> Uh, before the segment, we separated. You don't know this about Holly Weird Squares, and I didn't even know this, but before we did Holly Weird Squares, we separated everyone into two different Zoom rooms. No. Oh. One was for Christopher Mad Dog Russo and Ike Barinholtz. Okay. And the other green room was for everyone else. <laughs> and uh, Matt oh, Friend. That's funny who is Howard Stern impersonator and high pitch Eric were not happy that there was a VIP zoom room. <laughs> and here you are again behind the scenes. That's mad dog Russo. Ike and mad dog are in another room. They're going to get moved in here around six forty-five when I'm doing the whole talk with everybody. In is there, is there, there's a VIP section on the zoom. Is that what's happening? <laughs> Fuck. He must be, he must be fucking, fucking bullshit. He must be fucking mad dog in the ass right He's now. Getting fucked in the ass. I mean, I should be here with us, not in the private yeah, room. Yeah, not in the private plane room. Right. Fucking VIP section. Well, well maybe high pitch doesn't have an, a high IQ, but he certainly has a high ego factor. I mean, <laughs> Well, who knew it first? And the of all, Howard Stern impersonator is like, uh, he's offended. <laughs> well, because he thinks he's Howard Stern. He's in character. <laughs> um, by the way, good thing we didn't put Ike Barinholtz in a room with uh, Eric, even a Zoom room, because High Pitch is in love with Ike Barinholtz, as you heard yeah, on that Hollywood Squares. Uh, but again, I want to repeat High Pitch is not gay, you know. High Pitch Eric professed his love for actor Ike Barinholtz the entire morning. Wow. Uh, after the segment, in the last moments of the Zoom, High Pitch Eric revealed to everyone that he came in his pants while looking at Ike. Oh, and I very now complimentary. Yeah. I want to play this for you now. Listen to this. I want to talk to Howard about my love for uh, Ike Barinholtz. <laughs> I, just, I, I just came in my pants. Well, if you tell Howard they just came a little in my pants. Hey, Rooster, you have you have Instagram? Eric that loves it. Pitch. Yeah. He's too funny. Listen to this. This is crazy. This is a good development. Eric, High Pitch Eric's former celebrity crush, Donnie Wahlberg, seemed genuinely upset by Eric's newfound love for Ike Barinholtz. Really? Yeah, he posted an Instagram story below that read, High Pitch Eric left me and John Stamos for Ike Barinholtz. <laughs> and here it is, an exclusive. This is um, Donnie Wahlberg. I want to talk to Howard about my... Oops, sorry, here's Donnie. Where is it? Oh, oh, it isn't an audio, it's just written. It's just a written thing? Yeah, shoot. Too bad. Oh, well. There you go. How do you like that? Behind the scenes. Yeah, Derek, what's up? I just wanted to add that, you know, trying to get this equipment back from Eric was like dealing with a hostage negotiation. You know, like <laughs> we were working, you know, we work till five o'clock typically. And then, you know, it's like eight o'clock at night. I'm trying to put my child to bed and I'm just being inundated with demands from Eric of how he's going to 
send these this equipment back our equipment back to us and you know what i need to do to make that happen like he said he wouldn't give us he wouldn't be able to do it on a thursday or friday because that's when all of his favorite tv shows are and he would be busy <laughs> watching the tv shows uh, you know, and then he's just, uh, you know, basically holding all of our equipment hostage, but he finally put it back in. And now I suppose we're all blocked. So we won't be able to get in contact with him, uh, wow. further for any other segments. So I guess that's the last we may have here from high pitch for a while. Well, uh, you got to give Derek the, um, the, uh, the medal of freedom for dealing with high pitch and uh, having to wrangle all that nonsense. But, uh, if you want, you can watch the full segment video now on the Howard Stern section of the Sirius XM app. We actually have it up there and it is funny. It is fun to watch everybody. Uh, yeah, on they screen. were as funny on screen as they were obviously off screen. Uh, a couple other things fans wrote in. Uh, people wrote in about Matt, the TikToker. Oh, I remember that guy last week, the guy who said his house is haunted. Do you remember this? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, he uh, claimed that his house in New Jersey is haunted. And uh, the audience liked him. We need more of Matt, the ghost guy. New whackpacker for sure. <laughs> Howard, you have to check out this kid's TikTok. There are some crazy occurrences that go on in that house. I think he's for real. I did watch it, actually. I took did this you? listener's advice. Yeah. Uh, Matt has a following on TikTok where he documents bizarre and allegedly paranormal occurrences that go on in his house. I'll play hey, the video. You think? Yeah, what do you think? I think there's, I think he's got a, I don't know what's going on now. Like the lights were flashing and stuff. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but I don't think there are Maybe ghosts. he's got an electrical problem. That, yeah, but Matt is freaking in this clip. He's freaking out from seeing a doll's a, a doll, a doll's uh -huh. arm move and hearing a strange noise afterward. But I didn't see any doll's arm. I don't know. what. Did you guys watch this at all? Do you understand what he's freaking out about? Anybody want to come forward? Maybe none of you guys watched it. I watched it. Hmm. No, I, I watched it, Howard. What do you think he is? He react? Do you do you see anything un just unusual no. in there? No, did you it, see it? It's no, it's like nothing happens, and then he has this gigantic reaction to. I watched a series of his videos, <laughs> right? And he's like, "Did you see that in the back corner?" And I go back and watch the video again because I'm like, "Oh, maybe I missed it." And it's just, it, I, I don't see what he claims to be seeing. It just seems to be this over the top reaction he has. So no, yeah, I did here, not see the top move. Here's man having a reaction to what both Jason and I saw is nothing, bro. What? <laughs> Am I bugging or was that, bro? Did that just move, or am I? I'm bugging out, bro. I'm bugging the fuck out right now. I'm bugging the fuck out right now, bro. I'm fucking tearing up right now too. Oh my god, I gotta get the fuck out of this house. Do you guys see anything, or am I tripping? I gotta get. What the fuck? What was that? What was that? <laughs> he moves Holy the camera. Shit. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Yo! Yo! I mean, it's crazy, but I didn't see anything. And I watched it like three times hoping to see something. I want to see ghosts. I want to know there's life well, after that. he said he had the go everything documented. No. But oh, it's he does. just him freaking out about nothing. Tim yelling a lot. 
people loved us recounting the story of Fred's bachelor party and Fred getting injured and having to go to, uh, you know, to the hospital. He went to the emergency room. Yeah. A lot of people like the caller with the uh, genital warts. This one is, uh, hey, Howard, forget Bruce Springsteen. If Baba oh, Booey can book that the, was your best interview. <laughs> yeah, if Baba Booey can book the genital wart guy to break the news to his wife over the air, it will be his crowning achievement. Yeah, where is that guy? I want to hear that. Yeah, he said um, he'd uh, have us do it. Howard, we need to hear what happens with the genital warts guy. I wonder how his wife will react. The Stern Show should cover it like those I Have Something to Tell You segments on Maury Povich or Jerry Springer. Absolutely, I agree. Uh, the guy who caught General Warts when cheating on his wife would be the interview of the year <laughs> if he brought his wife on air. Yeah, I agree. But I don't know. I don't know how that shit's going to go down. And uh, a lot of people wrote us also about Freddie Elephant Boy's passing. And yeah. specifically, they said, uh, Howard, that Bobo tribute to Fred the Elephant Boy sounded like he was way too scripted and not eulogizing a friend people were very critical of bobo howard bobo is insufferable and that was a terrible terrible remembrance he made for elephant boy notice how angry alice and marianne from brooklyn's words were heartfelt but bobo was all surface level even high pitch showed more emotional intelligence than bobo Howard Bobo Bobo is Luca Brazzi, a dimwit. <laughs> the name Bobo Brazzi was such a good call on Robin's part. He's reading, and he can't even do that well. Bobo needs to go-go. <laughs> Howard Bobo is a whack packer, but he doesn't really want to be part of the whack pack family. Bobo is only looking out for Bobo as usual. If you want a real treat, I have the full uncut version of Bobo's tribute to Fred the Elephant Boy. But I'll warn really? you, it is, lo- it is long, man. <laughs> it's tedious. <laughs> it's tedious, but it's uncut. It's two minutes and 20 seconds long. But Wow. Maybe Let's we should it. listen. You want to hear it? Because I'm beginning to think, you know, I'm thinking about this. And I was like, Bobo doesn't have real emotions. He's sort of like Dexter, where he has to figure out what people do when certain things happen and then do it and i think that's what this is my thoughts on elephant boy passing he was a true legend among stern nation to me he will be ever remembered (laughs) when howard was running for governor and his famous speech not to mention U.S. Open Source was actually the first time I heard him, okay? And I've grown to really like him over the years. I hung out with him occasionally at wrestling events that I attended. (laughs) Also, AGT, he went there a few times and other events that were held. But the last time I actually spent time with Elephant Boy was up at the Sirius building when we did in studio a contest to win 
birthday tickets for the 2014 birthday bash. Hmm. And fascinating. Just being in the guy's presence, you know, I always gave him mad respect because his longevity with the show. You got to respect him for that. He's been around a long, long time. So I am very sad of learning of his passing today because we have lost so many whack packers. Too many to mention. Really? And <laughs> it just shows you that time waits for nobody. You got to live your life to the fullest. Listen to the Howard Stern show, but make the most of your life. You really do. Look around every day and look at the landscapes that people drive by and don't even notice it. Okay? Take in the beauty. Take in the ocean, the lakes, and be thankful for every single day. Rest in peace, elephant boy. You will be sorely missed. Don Corleone. I am honored and grateful <laughs> that you have invited me to your daughter's wedding on, on the day of your daughter's wedding. And I hope their first child will be a masculine child. Thank you. Thank you, my dear friend, Luca. I pledge my never-ending loyalty. I will leave you now, Don Corleone. On the day yeah, that's the one thing Bobo doesn't do. Leave. He never leaves. <laughs> All right, Fred, play it. Play the, uh, play the, uh, Luca Don Brasi. Corleone. I am honored and grateful that you have invited me to your daughter's wedding <laughs> yeah <laughs> on the day of your daughter's wedding <laughs> and I hope that their first child be a masculine child I pledge my ever ending loyalty for your daughter's bridal purse thank you my most valued friend most valued I'm going to leave you now because I know you are busy. You know, if you're going to, like, Luca Brasi was the hitman for the mob. <laughs> I don't know if I trust that guy. I mean, you know he's going to get caught. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? I don't know how he could have gotten away with what he did for so long that you know, I mean. he gets invited to the wedding. He's a dimwit. In the movie, the moment they ask him to do a job, he gets killed. Mm hmm. Bubbo, that was some elephant boy speech. The audience was just livid over it. You know what it is, Howard? I mean, at this stage of the game, we're both, you're going to be 69. You know, you don't retain stuff. So it's something that comes to me during the day. And I disagree with you, Bob, but I do have your vote. Okay. But if I don't write it down, I said, oh, shit, when I go to say something, I'm going to forget what I really, the real thoughts I had. And those Here's are Here's what thoughts. we learned about your relationship with Elephant Boy. You saw him several times at different events. You Why? have no personal recollection 
of um, a conversation or like something no. that happened at these events? You just no. know you were at the event <laughs> no. and Elephant no. Boy was. <laughs> no. What Robin's every saying to you. Every time oh, I met up with Elephant Boy, there wasn't real conversation. It's just like. <laughs> no shit. Well, how about you saying know, I didn't know I mean, him what, very what well? talk about? Here's yeah. your eulogy. No, I didn't say it no real well. Elephant Boy and I never spoke, even though we attended many of the same events. <laughs> and uh, I really didn't know much about him, but I enjoyed listening to him on the show. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Lewis Hope and Saws, AGT. What else is meaningless? Wrestling. <laughs> oh, West Wing, white, white, you know? Yeah. yeah. It was like, you know, small talk. It was nothing like... You know, Longevity. Oh, look, it's Bobo's wife. What can I do for you, ma'am? I wrote a pre-woology for Bobo. I would like to read it to you now if okay. I can. All right, go ahead. This is your eulogy for your husband, Bobo. Every day with Bobo was a horrible struggle. My husband was a total moron. Painfully <laughs> dim-witted and slow. I couldn't stand when he would get on top of me every day of our marriage. But I remember the first time I saw Bobo across the room, I thought, wow, he looks so dumb, but I didn't have any better options. So here we are. <laughs> well, what May a his hair piece oh, yes. on as a dish rag. <laughs> it will live in infamy. Wow. In hindsight, a, oh, becoming yeah. romantically involved with Bobo was a big regret. Wow. Well, well, well that is some eulogy. That's um, real emotion, though. <laughs> I wish right. he spent all his time at his precious wake, but I won't miss all the Howard talk that he barraged me with all of our horrible years of marriage. I'll tell you something about Bobo, which uh, Mrs. Bobo, thank you, Mrs. Bobo. Bobo was telling us he went back to therapy for a couple of reasons. And one of the reasons is he's freaked out about me talking about my retirement. Bobo's very upset. He does not want me. So he, does he not has want me. to go to therapy because you might retire. Yeah. That's a true fan. You got to admit. Come on. That's I a true fan. He did. I've been going for a couple of years now. How's it going? And, Are you getting any better? <laughs> well, no. You know what happened? Uh, Bob, his uh, his uh, therapist killed herself. So uh, that was the end of it. <laughs> no, I'm learning to listen to conversations more, you know, instead of just thinking about the next answer that I want to get out. And uh, I'm just trying to deal with this whole thing about you if you retire. You know, I, I mean, I have things to do. I keep safety. So I'm not like I'm going to sit around and not do anything. But I'm so used to you over 30 years. You're part of my life and part of everybody else's life. That you know, but I don't want to be selfish. I don't come up as a douche and say, you know what, you shouldn't be tired. Do what you want to do. I'm happy for you, but I'm just trying to process it all myself. You know, it's a lot. Right. Of yeah, you retired, Bobo. I retired in 2009 to yeah. walk at yeah. the rivers and mountains. Work. I keep. You, what is that, What is that, Bobo puppet? To walk at the rivers and mountains, and and, yeah, right. and, and, and the grateful. lakes and the lakes. If right. you have a power, you have the passion to do radio. I have a passion with safety. That's why I, I, I did it all these years, and I continue to do what I do. Why? And that's it. As long as you have passion, I tell everybody, money's key, but you get burnt out at year five. You got to have passion. Why? And that's what drives everybody. Why? To keep going. 
Time to look at but, the tweeze and the know. bunnies. <laughs> I did speak to my dad. All right, Bobo. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. That's Bobo, everyone. How would I have a question? When yes. I die, could I request Gary to talk about me? Because he looks like me a widow, and he would talk for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours about me on end. Your thoughts? One of the things I will say about Bobo is uh, his cameos run. We 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 did a little uh, survey. His video uh, length is seven minutes and eighteen seconds on average. What? Sometimes you get more, sometimes you get a little less, but um, on average, seven minutes and eighteen seconds. He's got a. He you oh certainly get what goodness. you pay for. Hi, Pichurik. What can I do for you? Go ahead. Hey, good morning, Howard. How are you? Good morning. Fine. Hey, how come you call me a diva? Well, first of all. You always threaten, you know, I'm not doing any more events. So I'm not doing anything on the show where microphones are involved. You know what I mean? You're always making big you announcements. You send back the equipment. You said, I'm going to keep it. Well, I sent it back. I know. But then you're like, I'm all stressed out. I'm never going to. And then you blocked half of my staff's phone numbers. They were stressing you out. I mean, you're a diva. Well, listen. I'm not going to be able to do anything for three months uh, after my three surgeries. What surgeries? I have to get bilateral carpet tunnel on both hands and a fusion. A you fusion. have carpal tunnel. You don't do anything. What do you, how'd you get carpal tunnel? It's from repeated motions. Yeah, but Howard, my carpal tunnel on my right side is so severe, I keep dropping stuff. Hmm. So don't pick stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't anyway. I mean, he doesn't do anything. How does he get carpal tunnel? I, I dropped a cup of coffee yesterday morning. That's how severe it is. Well, maybe it's from all the medications you take and all the obesity and everything. Maybe work on that a little bit, you know? How is obesity? No way. Dude, I lost, I lost weight. Can you jerk off uh, with carpal tunnel? No. All right, then maybe you really got a problem. Because, you know, I always notice that people, no matter what their problem is, they can jerk off. <laughs> but if you can't jerk off. When Debbie comes in May, I don't know how I'm going to do that when she comes. What do you mean? If you can't jerk off, when Debbie comes to your place, you're going to come like a maniac because you haven't come in so long because she can't jerk off. Yeah, but how am I, I can't use any of my hands So what? So she's going to jerk you off and blow you. What, what? What's the problem? Yeah, she'll do everything. She'll, she'll have to do all the work. Right. That's what she did last time, Eric. And your hands yeah. were working fine. <laughs> oh, how, there's a video I love of you and Beth on Instagram where I think she's sitting in the bathroom and you were in there with her with that cat. Yes. And, and you said, oh, my God, was that your stomach? It was her that stomach. Had, that had to be the cutest video of you, Beth, and that, and that cat. Yes, uh, that. Thank you, Eric. Um, by the way, you're telling me you haven't even jerked off to the image of Ike Barinholtz since you did <laughs> Hollywood Squares with him. Well, I look at Ike's uh, Instagram stuff, and there's a lot of cute pictures of Ike on his uh, Instagram. A handsome guy. He is. He's more handsome than uh, what's his name? Uh, not Donnie, but his brother Mark. 
you feel um, Ike Barinholtz is more handsome than Mark Wahlberg? Oh, absolutely, a hundred percent. Is but Ike Barinholtz love? Wait a minute, I gotta see if he still loves Ike more than Donnie. Yes, you do. do you- Yes. Who is the hottest guy in America right now? Is it Ike Barinholtz or John Stamos or Jimmy Kimmel? Who is it? Well, Jimmy Kimmel's off my list. Right. Hmm. Yeah. So Jimmy, so Jimmy Kimmel's out out in the picture. Why? Just because he's not hot? Jimmy's kind of hot. That, well, I'm, I'm, he's off my radar. Okay. Hmm. So I would have to go... Right now, my top three would have to be Ike Barinholtz, Donnie Wahlberg, and John Stamos. Okay. Okay. And do you follow those guys on Instagram? Yes. All right, let me ask you this. Who's more gettable? Who do you have a better chance of being with? We don't have a better chance of being with. Yeah, like who do you think is your person that maybe you could seduce? Well, the way I Barinholtz was looking at me with that eye on Hollywood Squares, I say yeah. I Barinholtz. Really? All right. Who's the hottest weatherman in the country right now? Best looking. Well, I would have to say. There's two of them on TV right now. It's well, it has to be Lonnie Quinn from CBS and Mike Woods from Fox Five. Wow, still sticking with Mike Woods. Yes. And you still claim you're heterosexual, even though these are all guys and you're attracted <laughs> to every one of them and you want to be with them, but you are a heterosexual. Yes. Okay. All right. I like a guy who sticks with his story. Like, okay, if I locked you in a room and you could have sex with one of these two people, I'm going to name two people, okay? Yes. You could have sex with full-on sex, whatever you want to do to them, Ike Barinholtz or Emily Ratajkowski, the girl from the um, the video, you know. The Robin Thicke video. Right. Well, Emily probably wouldn't be that into me. Right. And Ike loves me so much. So you choose Ike? Yeah. All right. All right. Who's a woman who would be into Eric? Ike. Ike is a woman who would be into him. Yeah. Yeah. So you would choose Ike? Yes. All right. I'm going to put you in a room with um, Gigi Hadid. Do you know who that is? No, who is that? It's like a mo- let me think. Let me pick someone you might know. Uh, I'll put you in a room with. Uh, it's like a really happening. Uh... I don't think Eric knows any of these people. All right, Kendall Jenner. Okay. You know who that is? Do you know who that is? Yeah. yeah. Or you want Margot Robbie? All right, I'll put you in a room with Margot Robbie. You got to know who that better. is. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
All right, Margot Robbie, Taylor Swift, Kendall Jenner, and John Stamos. Who do you have sex with? Taylor Swift, because she's fucking hot. And I would Who? stick my ass I would stick my dick in her ass. Who? Taylor Swift? Yes. Wow. Wait a second. All Maybe right, that's he is something. heterosexual. Yeah, I mean and not John Stamos. No, because I love I've always loved Taylor Swift. Okay. Well let me put you in the same room. Taylor Swift or Ike Barinholtz. Uh, it has to be Taylor Swift because I have a crush wow. on Taylor Swift. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, high marks for Taylor Swift. Yeah. Beautiful woman, but, uh, wow, I, that took me by surprise. That, okay. We're shocked. We're shocked. Yeah, we're, wow. we're, we're running out of words to say. We don't know what to say, uh, as a result of these selections. Can you sing, uh, can you, why, and why do you want to fuck Taylor Swift in her ass? Why not the vagina? Because her ass is so tight from from what I see from the videos that she has beautiful eyes and beautiful lips. And you know that Taylor Swift is a girl, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. Because you're, you're going to be disappointed. No penis down there. No, I know. She's a real woman. She's right. very okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. Well, the, the, now I can't what do disagree you say, with Howard? I don't know what to say. Now I'm confused. <laughs> Everything was like Baronholtz. And then all of a sudden. Swift. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, it, it, it was an interesting answer and a boring answer. So uh, it would have been funny <laughs> if he picked Ike Baronholtz and then said he was straight. But okay. Hey, Eric, thank you and uh, appreciate you. Bye bye. 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 Hmm. Kind of shocked me. <laughs> Andrew, you got the last call, then I do have to go. And tomorrow we'll pick up and I'll get to all these bits from Christmas that I didn't get to today. Go ahead, Andrew, in Arkansas. Hey, Howard. Hey, now. Baba Booey. Baba Booey to you. J.B. Smooth. Hey, now. J.B. Smooth will be here on Wednesday. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Um, So, Howard, I know uh, you're not a terrible big fan of uh, The Masked Singer and you kind of consider everybody who kind of is on there kind of washed up or kind of needing a little spotlight on them. So I was wondering what you think uh, about uh, the fact that Nikki Glaser was on there. First of all, uh, you know, I pride myself on being able to watch television shows and tell you they're going to be hits. I mean, I still point to the fact that the first time they sent me a copy of Dancing with the Stars, I said that is going to be a huge hit for ABC. And a lot of people told me I was nuts. But in fact, I'm, I'm pretty good at picking Shows that would be successful. But I got to tell you, uh, doesn't when Nick mean Cannon, they're great shows. No, does it not. Means but I, they're going to be popular. No, in fact, uh, when I watched uh, Dancing with the Stars, I said, oh my God, this will really appeal to every idiot in this country. And God knows there's a million, <laughs> there's billions of them. So uh, I think it's great. Uh, uh, but Andrew, you bring up the mass singer. Now, I remember. When Nick Cannon told me, you know, he was leaving America's Got Talent, I was beside myself. I was like, oh, that's a bad decision. That next thing you're going to tell me, you're going to have 12 kids. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, but In at the one time, year. it almost seems like all those kids came last year. I spoke to him privately on the phone. I called him and I said, dude, you got a great deal with that. America's Got Talent. You're good at it. You know, stick with. 
no, they insulted me. I'm leaving. I got better things to do. And I'm like, oi. And his better thing to do is this mass singer. And I have to admit, as much as I like Nick, I, I was like, I don't get it. You got to be kidding. I would have told you that show would have bombed. Into, I mean, people wearing a mask or a costume and then singing and you have to guess who it is. I mean, it's the dumbest fucking. I mean, <laughs> I thought it was even too dumb for dummies. But the show is a big hit. Now, I didn't know Nikki Glazer. Nikki Glazer is a very attractive girl who happens to be very funny as well. And yeah, very talented. In fact, uh, I have a buddy who I will remain nameless. Says to me, hey, and this guy, he knows tons of good looking chicks. He says to me, you know this Nikki Glazer? I said, yeah. He goes, oh, my God, would I want to fuck her? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, really? Great guy you want to introduce Nikki <laughs> to. I want to introduce you to him because uh, he's going to have his way with you, too. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, no, no. So they, they say, he says to me, man, what I love to fuck Nikki Glazer. And I'm like, wow, out of all the girls, Nikki Glazer. He goes, she is so fucking hot. Because remember when she was on Hollywood Squares, every guy wanted to fuck her. I oh, mean, yeah, everyone yeah, was going yeah. nuts. Even your boyfriend there, uh, the, the New York Met guy, uh, Lenny uh, Dykstra. What's his name? Yeah, yeah Lenny, Lenny Dykstra. Dykstra. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to fuck her. He was going out of his mind. He was like, he Robin. He was making uh, uh, yeah. proposals. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm getting blood flow right Eric now. The Is it Eric the Bagger? What's a, the Bagger? The, the, Mark the Bagger. Mark he wanted the Bagger. To he was in love. He couldn't stop talking about her. Yeah. Guys go crazy for her. and um, I fucked Nikki Glazer in the ass for 10 cents. Look at how anyway, uh, Ronnie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> if she did the mass singer, I don't blame her. I mean, the show is like a number one show. It's super popular. And listen, she she's a woman. Exposure, yeah. She's trying to build a career. So yeah, I, I would, I wouldn't be shocked, Andrew, to hear that Nikki Glazer was on the mass singer. It's just there are a lot of people. If you if you told me all the people who have appeared on the mass singer, most of them. It's a pretty sad, you know, it's a sad show business story. It doesn't end well. Um, yeah. You know. She actually, it, 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 she, well, I don't know. I don't watch the show, but who else has been on there? And I can I give you an example. Um, well, one actually kind of blew my mind was uh, uh, Shatner was actually on there. And he was actually first one voted off at the start of the season. Shatner. Well, yeah. All right. Listen, Shatner, you know, listen, it's he's 100 years old. It's... Uh, at this point you know what i'm saying yeah um but nikki uh actually her message for going on there was actually really cool because uh she was just kind of getting out there to like let everybody know that comedians aren't just comedians they have other talents too and she's actually a really good singer she got towards like the semi-finals of the show so she did really, really well yeah well listen the show's very popular and uh, it's the number one unscripted entertainment fall series for the past four years that's a pretty big that's accomplishment amazing. and way to go nick i mean nick's the one who uh kind of put that whole thing together so uh i think he's the producer of it too but uh i would like to hear nikki glazer sing 
Oh, you want to yeah. hear? I got what I do have is Lenny hitting on Nikki Glaser on Hollywood Squares. I can play you that. Don't get jealous, Robin. But here we go. Oh, I'll try not to. My mom just isn't um, comfortable with the things I talk. Lenny, about. Uh, as an expert in cunnilingus and an expert in sex and, and also in baseball, when you hear a beautiful woman like Nikki getting in trouble for blowing a guy from her mom, I mean, it must <laughs> must get you very upset. Well, actually, I'm. Um Excited that we're bringing Nikki up because um, oh God. Who, I'm kind of targeting her. Uh, Are you uh, targeting? Yeah, in a good way though. Um, meaning Robin, not not to. I don't mean to like put you like behind Nikki, but uh, a dog's got to eat, you know. A uh, dog's got to eat. And then in the middle of Hollywood Squares, I'm trying to do the show, and Mark the Bagger started whispering about Nikki. Damn nice. Damn nice. Hey, Nikki, I'm single, too. I'm single, too. Oh, yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot going on around this Nikki. What's her deal? Does she have a boyfriend, Nikki? I don't know what her uh, relationship status is at this point. The best thing was when she was on the show and she was talking about when she was on Dancing with the Stars and she blew that country DJ. What the fuck's that guy's name again? Um, Bobby Bones. She blew Bobby yeah. Bones. And uh, he, like, dumped her. Like, <laughs> he, she blew him, like, once or twice. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know, he, like, kind of like, like, gave her the heave-ho. Right? Wasn't that the story? And then what happened? Then she came he, back and blew he him. He just didn't call back. He sort of ghosted her. Yeah, that's great. I love that. That guy Bobby Bones went up 25 points in my book when I, I heard <laughs> Nikki blew him and he ghosted her. <laughs> it's like, Bobby Bones you couldn't get? She's like, no, I'm insulted. <laughs> I thought, like, Nikki could get Bobby Bones and have him fall in love with her, but no. He's like, fuck this. She's just I, a blowjob. <laughs> what was the story? I think she, she, I think she has a boyfriend right now. Oh, uh, yeah? I mean, I don't... Yeah, she I was... She she was dating some guy from her hometown or whatever. It was in her it was during her reality show, and then I think it kept going. But uh, yeah, she had vocal cord surgery. She's trying to really. Like, she's trying. She's trying to become an actual singer, like a like start a serious singing career. So really? why would she? Why would she have a vocal cord surgery to become a singer? You mean is that well, all it takes? I guess it was something. I saw a, a story about it. it, it uh, there was something going on with her throat. Like she wanted to start singing. Something was going on with her throat. So she had the surgery to be a better singer. So. Wow. I love to, I love to hear this singing. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, concentrate on comedy. Oh, hey, it's Mark the Bagger, everyone. Hey, what's up, pal? I saw Nikki on Mass Singer and I jerked off nine times on my rug until it piled up and jerk off pile got so high that I tripped over it. Nice. Nice. Uh, uh. So, uh, Mark, let me uh, yes. stop jerking off for a second. You're jerking off now to Nikki Glazer. You came nine times on your carpet and now you tripped over on the, the jism on your carpet. Is that what you yes. said? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. I All stubbed right. my tail. And then I came again. Nice. Your toe. Nice. Nice. Nikki's pussy is awesome. Nikki's pussy is the greatest. <laughs> well, you are a big Nikki fan, and uh, good for you. And I hope you get her. I mean, I hope she marries you. I really do. I do, Mark.
I love Nikki, but the problem is now my feet are stuck to the floor, so I can't go and Rick Eagles at the bar with my good friend Johnny, so that's a problem. Nice. Right. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. Well, well, thank you. Good to hear from you, Mark. Okay. Nice. Later. Right. Now the mice are eating my cum. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, yeah, so I got a list of people who've been on the show and unmasked. Shaggy. Uh, oh, Shaggy's pretty it good. It wasn't me. Oh, okay. Kirsty Alley. Oh, all right. Rudy Giuliani. Okay. Uh, Jennifer Holiday. Oh. Well, that, that doesn't support my theory. That's not Jennifer Hudson. That's Jennifer Holiday. <laughs> Oh, who's Jennifer Holiday? <laughs> Maybe Jennifer it does Holiday support. was Jennifer Hudson before Jennifer Hudson took over the role of uh, yeah. that woman in Dreamgirl. Well, you see, Robin? <laughs> Bunch of nobodies. Dog the bounty boy. hunter. <laughs> Gee, I sure like that Mark the Bagger impression. I, mean, I got to get it. Who that is that? I don't care. I got to hear more of it. Mark, you there? Hello. He's gone. Oh, oh yeah, hey. there he is. Were you jerking off? I was busy jerking off, and then I took shit, and the problem was <laughs> my shit piled up, and then I had jizz on top of my shit, so I had to get a plunger to get all the shit down because my <laughs> jizz hardened up, and now I'm going to jerk off again to more Nikki. You jerk off to any other girls or just Nikki Glazer? Mostly Nikki Glazer, and also when I watch The Price is Right in the morning, sometimes they have hot chicks, so I will also jerk off to them. And the sometimes right. I come looking at Drew Carey by accident, but it's okay. Nice. All right, thank you. Yes. Now. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I mean, you know, we don't need Mark the Bagger. We need that guy. <laughs> we can't get Mark the Bagger all the time. No. All right. Anyway, I got to go, but uh, we'll, 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 hey, Andrew, I got to go. Okay, pal? All right. Thanks, Howard. Oh, Happy birthday. Oh. Yeah, thank you. Take care. Let's not bring up my birthday. It's fucking horrible. Are you going to have a big celebration? Yeah, real big. Are you no, going to ignore I, it? I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> I'm going to ignore it. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm getting scared over here. I'm, Look, you know, I'm when people say end. my age now, I'm just like, oh, my God, they're talking about me. I told you I was on vacation and this guy didn't, you know, he was our guide and he <laughs> couldn't tell what ages either of us was. And so he had misunderstood what my travel companion's age was. And I wasn't around. And she said, well, what do you how old do you think Robin is? And he said, oh, I think she's about 50. And he, she said, Robin's 70. I was like, oh, why do you say that? <laughs> you, I'm going to give you a compliment. You might be the hottest woman your age. I'm telling you. We should you, have a, a beauty, beauty contest. Pageant. Yeah, I'm telling you, you look fantastic. I'm looking at you today. You're like, a, I don't know what you're doing, but you're doing great. You look so beautiful. Good Lord. I look I at mean, myself and I say, well... You know, we'll prop ourselves up as well as we can. I don't know. You did something with your hair. You're doing something with your makeup, the glasses now. Like a, like a, 
a dirty school teacher look. You're doing a whole thing, but it's working for you. Do you have a um, a stylist that is working on you or something? Heck, heck no. What are you talking no? about? No. Well, you know, you know, the reason I look so good is I have Ralph. <laughs> and, uh, maybe, maybe I don't know. Uh, I'm going to give you a fact right before we go. Okay. This is going to blow your mind. Today is the anniversary of us coming to Sirius. How many years? This is the 17th anniversary of us coming to Sirius. Can you imagine? Wow, we've been today. Today. It's funny. You know, it seems like only yesterday we came Yay! here. And if you even asked me how long we've been here, I would have said, I don't know, five, ten years. Uh, it's 17 years. And, you know, when we first yeah. came here, it was really weird because... A lot of so-called experts said to me, you know, you don't, you better get paid in advance. You don't know if that company's going to be around. I said, I have faith they're going to be around. I, I think they know what they're doing. Uh, and I think things are going to be great. And, uh, you know, it, it really was a big risk to come here, but 17th anniversary of being at Sirius. And it just shows you, you know, you come in every day and you do your work and blah, 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 blah. And before you know, sorry, I thought I just threw up. Before you know it, <laughs> before you know it, it's a long show, Robin. Uh, all of a sudden, you're, uh, you're, <laughs> all of a sudden, you're vomiting. All of a sudden, you realize, my God, uh, <laughs> you realize, I don't know what, I don't know, you know what, incredible tribute or, or whatever, what are you saying? You know what happened? I'm eating a zebra cake and it went down the wrong hole. <laughs> <laughs> you know, being it serious. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, seventeenth anniversary. Say something profound, and then all of that. Um, I remember uh, coming here. You know, and uh, we 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 showed up, and uh, it was so nice. We walked into the building, and all the whole staff was gathered around. And they all were like, thank you for coming here. We think things yeah. are going to turn around. We're really excited. You signed on to be with Sirius. And I was like, I'm excited, too. It's great to be a part of the organization and blah, 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 blah. And I got to say, it really has been great. It has been great being here. And uh, one of the nice things I've seen since the 17 years I'm here, that the Sirius uh, stock has gone up a point zero 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 one percent since then. <laughs> And um, I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that accomplishment, that it's uh, gone right through the roof. Point zero 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 one percent. So uh, we're all ahead of the game. You have things to be grateful for. You could have gone on That's that hike right. with Oprah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for Oprah to ask me on a hike. I'm going to go if she ever does. All right, listen, we're going to resume this thing tomorrow. There's a lot to be said, but let's pace ourselves. Tomorrow's another day. God bless you all, and we'll see you tomorrow.